Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the podcast about wrestling, longest-running podcast wrestling thing ever. Uh, episode number 940? Is that right? Nine, yeah. 940. 40. 940 weeks of Smart Wrestling Fan, everybody. No weeks off. None. Zero. I'm Joe Negron, along with Hum Nama Hama. Are you kidding? Did you bring this guy back again? I guess I did. Because you're here. Uh, yes, I'm here. You're here. It's it's like a right party here. when you're here, though. It's like fun. We. This doesn't feel like work at all. Yes, it does. Raw was three hours of pain. <laughs> the week was going so well. Did... My notes were grand, and then Raw happened. Now, I know Vince was there last week, but it sure felt like his Jeez. fingerprints were all over this show. I don't know. What's I've that? never really wished for someone's death. Now we can't say that, but you can think it. So don't. I just said I've never it. done it. Got I don't it. Know what you're implying oh, there okay. or inferring there? That makes sense. I've just said I've never wished for someone's death. Dot dot dot. <laughs> okay. No, you can't even say dot dot dot. I you mean, have to just say period. Period. And then semicolon. two more periods come along later. That's all you have to say. Okay. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, so we just got oh, done watching dear. Raw minutes ago, and wow, that was a, that was three hours of my time and yours. I'm so sorry. So, well, you know what, Joe? I used a trick this week. What's it called? I used it. It's called the internet. Yeah, where they can some people, some very nice people out there, will record the show. And oh, and cut they out cut the out the commercials. commercials for you. Yes, good. And then stream it for me. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you found the way because I use Sling, and then I start. Oof. At 5.45 Pacific, so that's 8.45 Eastern, yeah. which you already know. Okay. And so then yeah. that way, every time I get to a commercial break, I just fast forward through it. Here's mm. the problem. Sling is a sluggish turd. So uh -huh. sometimes when you fast forward, it rubber bands back up oh. to half an hour of your time. Oh, no. Sometimes 10 minutes, sometimes... And then you have to fast forward to the right spot. And then sometimes yeah. you get spoiled and... It's not fun, right. but I am not going to watch commercials on a three-hour show. It's, they are asking oh. too much. They're asking oh. too much. If Raw was super hot and I had to watch it live, then I would say, I'll watch commercials for that. But sure. you know what? I watch commercials for Dynamite. I watch that live yeah. most of the time. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway. I'm fine with that. Yep. I use uh, the, <laughs> the internet sling at home, I guess is what we'll call it. Okay. That's fine. We have sling at home. Yes. So we um, we watched a lot of wrestling this week, and and it was a very tame week compared to others, because right. there was not tons and tons of things on, just um, half a ton of things on, and uh, we'll be uh, reporting on all that today as always. But like I said, it's nine hundred fortieth week that we've been doing this show. And that's that's just the main free show. I'm not including the hundreds and hundreds of episodes of the other things we've done, thousands, yeah. thousands even. Of other shows. It's true. You're not lying about that. No. So if you want to get on that bandwagon, go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan and you too can become a patron of the show and get all the content that we do. Um, just go check it out. It's, it's I'm not going to tell you anything else. Just go check it out. We just did a show, uh, Smart Wrestling Fan More. We just did a show on Dominion. Um, yes. And Dominion was amazing. I loved it. We both loved it. It was great. Absolutely. That was worth watching. You've done 254 episodes of more that's right 74 episodes of smart movie fan wow uh a mazillion uh after dark 
episodes and other episodes and, and others and smart one-off fans and bojack fan oh, and BoJack. back episodes and other things there's there's like a million things to listen to so go get it all now on patreon uh we thank you for your support and we love our patrons they're the best so become one of them and then you're in our little um collective of fun the collective yeah. of fun that's what it should be called right there <laughs> We'll make the t-shirts. Well, I'm already making them as we speak with my feet. I make them. I used to I used to beat uh, Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo with my feet only. Wow. Feet only. That's insane. And then I used to really? I used to beat um, Mortal Kombat 3 even other players and Killer Instinct 2 with uh without with bl- being blindfolded. So Oh man, that's that fun. That's humiliating for I'll tell you what you can't play with the feet is Street Fighter. Feet Fighter doesn't work. Because it's too many rolling motions, my toes right, yeah, not you, my toes not that good, so can't do it. <laughs> this I is don't what even we know t- how to respond to that. I would no. not like to lose to somebody playing foot version, foot version or blindfolded version. It's pretty humiliating, but yeah, these are that's my forte. It's in my repertoire. Okay, so um, let's uh, let's begin here the show. Begin <laughs> here the show as we uh, learn to talk today. Uh we're going to start with the news. Let's start with the ratings this week for something different. Okay. Um, unless there's anything else you wanted to say. Monday Night Raw gets a 1.6. Now, every week it almost gets 1.6. But for some reason, they didn't have any... I don't think they had any NBA Finals, NBA oh. competition last week. So it got 1.8 million. Oh, Yeah, well, so they well, went up well. a little bit. And then SmackDown went back to its normal 2.2 million. Because you can't keep that. You can't have a thousand day celebration, which our thousand week celebration, a thousand show true. celebration is only 60 episodes away. Think about that. Wow. That's about a year away. That's it. Everybody start your plans now. Is there going to be a giant pilgrimage from Pennsylvania to Southern California to represent the the pain and the struggle of? I don't know. Maybe. Of, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I would not but, rule anything out. How about that? Right. So, okay. Anything is possible with Nestle's Quick, as we used to say. Will there be puppets? There should at least be puppets. Oh, by then, there should be many puppets. Okay, good. If if people only knew what's in the works right now, Ooh, there will be many puppets by then. I'm going to need your help with puppets after the show. Okay, so yeah. Um, uh, we have SmackDown. Yeah, I already said that. Dynamite. AW Dynamite, 903,000 viewers. NXT. Oh, I didn't have the number for NXT last week. For some reason, it was 607,000. This week, it's 615,000 viewers. AW Rampage, 291,000 viewers, which is down again. We, I think it's our third lowest ever, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, not great. Yeah, anything under 300 for them is pretty bad. Yep, not so great. So that's your that's your ratings. The big news of the week, of course, is that the Iron Sheik died. Um, if you didn't Aww. know, yeah, which is very sad. He's he's I mean, he's one of the most beloved heel cartoon character type guys, I think, in wrestling history. Oh, I mean, yeah. I he was one of the first guys I remember from wrestling was the Iron Sheik. And right. I loved his his heel persona. And he made that into a character that that lasted him many, many decades, even out of wrestling. Yeah, even so much so that he became like a pretty big Twitter personality. He, he was um, in the beginning of Twitter. He was huge on there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Going after Hulk Hogan. 
Going after B. Brian Blair, that scumbag. <laughs> His words, not mine. Maybe mine too. Probably not. But my, yeah. Um, so uh, Iron Sheik didn't even know he was sick. Yes, I did. The thing is, he's been he's been in declining health for many many years. Um, right now, do you know how old he was? Ooh, I'm very bad at the age and all, but I'm gonna say, oh, man, let's say 82. Very good guess, and you might be right. Notice I say might. No one knows his oh. real age. No one knows. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. So, the news, dirt sheets were reporting 81 years old. Um, okay. Some places were reporting 80 years old. Some places were reporting 83 years old. So you said 82, okay. close enough for me. Nice. Um, yeah, because I'm sure he had to falsify things to get into service and do all the other sure things. sure right? did, and yeah. he had to escape his home country and yeah. – um, <laughs> The Iron Sheik had a very colorful life. We'll just say that. Yeah. Very colorful. And I remember living in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania for my childhood. I remember um, <laughs> the Iron Sheik going to, I think it was Stable Arena, Ag Hall, wherever, uh, Allentown, Bethlehem, whatever it was. And I remember when um, they were crossing the Jersey border, Pennsylvania Jersey border, and uh, Sheik was in the car with jim duggan and that was the oh. whole remember when she and duggan had that crack thing because they had cocaine <laughs> yeah. in the car yep right oh. and oh my goodness did that screw up all the kayfabe everywhere it right? was in the morning call in the, our local newspaper it was in there a picture of iron Sheik and jim duggan sitting in a, a car or a limousine i can't remember just with drugs i just remember their Oops. faces and they were together and it was like why would All-American Hacksaw Jim Duggan be with this dastardly bad guy? Why would What's that happen? Going on here? Huh. Yeah. That was that was an awakening in the 1980s that uh about what wrestling really was. It was about crack yeah. and the heels and faces getting along. No, it wasn't yeah. about crack yet. I when, when was crack invented? Not even then. Like a little bit later, I think. Yeah, when it did just the cocaine. wire just come out? Cuz that was all crack, wasn't it? The wire it was all about the crack. crack and then meth, I think. I think. Okay. Maybe meth wasn't until Breaking Bad. I don't remember. But yeah. Um, I think the wire was crack and Breaking Bad was meth and train spotting was heroin. That's Are it. those the right drugs? You yeah. are correct. And also, um, I like the wire because every season it had a different version of the same theme song in a different style. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. It was enjoyable. And of who course, knew it was was it Idris Elba like right? Who knew? There who knew yeah. that that would be, you know, he'd be such a gigantic mega star after that. Yeah, and um, also bubbles. That's all I'm gonna say. Also so. bubbles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. um, so this uh, this uh, yeah, Iron Sheik is. It's sad that he's dead. Very sad. Yeah, but yeah, you know, he was uh, he was in really bad health. So. I'm glad he's not well, suffering he anymore. Just wheelchair bound pretty much for all of his appearances for the last decade yeah, or so. Yeah, but he was, yeah, he was in bad shape though. Yeah. He could barely yeah. do anything. That's kind of sad. Um, oh, also in uh, AEW news, they had to fire BJ Whitmer. Because if you didn't hear, if you didn't, were like, who's that? If you watch the Pure Rules uh, matches for Ring of Honor in AEW, they would have him on the judging table and he oh, was right. uh, he was ring of honor i think he was tag team champ at one point in time but uh domestic violence so bj whitmer oh. a scumbag so that's great and AEW has zero tolerance policy so he was out the door in a second okay so 
That's that. Good, good. No, no, uh, nobody will be missed on that one. This is interesting. Roosh quit AAA right before the upcoming Triple Mania show. Oh. Yeah. Huh. He just quit. He just quit on him. When is the when is the Triple Mania? It's the fifteenth. It's the same day as it's, oh, wow. it's it's Money in the Bank is on in the in the afternoon or noon Pacific, and then at night it's Triple Mania. No, that can't be right. It's on the seventeenth, right? I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's see. I'm what day is July? What up. day is July fifteenth? July. July fifteenth. Yeah, that's why I'm confused because it's not June. It's July. Okay, so they are still a month away. He didn't quit with three days' notice. He quit with a month's notice, but the point is he's on the poster. So it makes more sense that it's not June, it's July. So there we go. That's why. Well, all they have to do is call AEW and say, hey, what are you doing when your top stars like totally screws up and you have to remove him from all your collateral? And Tony will be like, funny you should ask. Um, I know something about that, but um, Triple Mania main event is Vikingo, the the Triple uh, A Mega Champion against Kenny Omega for that title. So Ooh, huge main okay. event on Triple Mania. I kind of really want to watch it. Um, the card looks interesting, but yeah, no more Roosh on the card. Roosh and his dad both uh, said "see ya" to the company, and the cat's meowing again. Um. <laughs> What other matches were on there? There's an ambulance match, I think. A Lucha ambulance match with okay. Pentagon and Laredo Kid against QT Marshall and Tarus. Oh, dear. That's actually on there. This card looks like like a freaking train wreck. I just Not that it's all going to be bad, but you know how it is. You've seen is Triple this, Mania shows. Uh, it's just like taking the place Marvel in Tijuana. Shows. Is this where this is going to yes. be? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, Great. you know, it's going to be uh, it's going to be nuts. It always I'm very is. tempted. We always had fun watching these Triple Mania shows. Are we they going to do the Marvel the Marvel match again? I don't see it on the card. I'm looking at the card right now. I don't see the Marvel match, but it seems like they always have one. So maybe yeah. that'll be on the pre-show or something. But then we have um, this this yeah. crazy match also on the card. Willie Mack, uh, Mr. Iguana. Remember him with the iguana, yeah, yeah, yeah. iguana stuffed animal? Jack Cartwheel is going to be there. Oh, okay. Um, wow. and a whole bunch of other people, but this is this might this, be worth watching. I mean, even for the Kenny uh Vikingo match alone, that's pretty dang good. Bestia 666, the beast. Um, he isn't that Roosh's dad? Did I make that up? I, I don't know. I think it is. I think, I think it is. So that means that he's not going to be on the card because he quit. Uh oh, uh oh. So They'll yeah, have to two put matches that, uh, have to change. Chessman or whatever his name was. Chessman's already in another match. Oh okay. He's in a hmm. Team Chilango versus Team Baja match. What so. about? Did you say Psycho Clown already? Is he in this? Psycho, Psycho, Psycho Clown, Psycho, Psycho, Psycho. I can I think that's how it used to go. Um, he's in a match with Sam Adonis against L.A. Park and Roosh. So guess what? That Uh-oh. match has got to be changed. Oh my goodness! Hmm. I what? Do we we don't know why Roosh? He just quit. He didn't say why. Maybe Triple. he's going to be full time collision. Uh, he is going to be full time collision. But I want to know what the card is for Triple Mania. So let's try to find out. And while I find out, you can do this. Yeah. You do a commercial break for us. How about that? Yeah. So one of the things that I like about Smart Movie Fan is. 
I get to watch movies that I would never see before. Yeah. And so this week I'm watching a movie called Fish Story. I think that's what <gasps> it is. I love Fish Story. Okay. Now this is a, I believe Japanese. Is that right? Subtitled. Yes. Subtitled. Okay. I'm fine with that. I just, I have to be very careful about what movies I watch as I'm going to bed. Cause if I have to read them, it won't work out so well for me. Right. So I will save this one for a prime time. Yeah, be awake because it's, a, it's worth it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's very yeah. interesting. And right. sometimes you don't really know what you're watching. And then you're oh, like, oh, and, uh, and uh, for the um, Ricky O movie. Yeah. Where you guys couldn't figure out if the one villain was male or female. Okay. Um, the actor is actually female. Oh, okay. I looked that up and I, cause I thought, wow, this is a very attractive man. <laughs> There you go. That's <laughs> let's okay. look up and see who he is. No, nope, yeah. it's it's okay. who she is. Didn't know. So there you go, Larry. You're you're okay, man. Your your instincts were led you correctly. I guess he was right. I guess okay. Yeah. That was so long ago that we watched that. Oh my god. But yeah. yeah okay. Was, well, thank you for that commercial. Get movie. get those smart movie fan episodes on patreoncom fan. Okay. Back to this uh, triple yes. mania poster. I'm staring at here. Um, Okay. Wow, are we gonna have to? Are we gonna have to watch this? It's not till July, but this also competes with our viewing of um, oh, the G one. That's a lot. This is huh? the first day of the G one, isn't it? Good God, July fifteenth, right? Yep. But th- that means that the G one will already been have been aired because right. Japan's in the future. So right, who okay. needs sleep? We'll think about this. How about that? I'm all for it. I Kenny love versus Vikingo. It's gonna be freaking amazing. Yeah. Okay. And now, and I'm curious. Save some UFC guy on the poster. I don't even know who that is. I'm not a you know I'm not a UFC expert. I have no idea what I'm looking at here. Anyway, back to the news. Um, yep. Oh, they want to do what kind of match do you think they want to do for uh, SummerSlam Brock Lesnar versus Cody three? You have to guess what type of match. Okay, so let's go back and see what have they done before. They've done a regular match. Correct. Have they done a cage match already? They haven't done a cage match, but that's not it. But the second match was a supposed to be a fight, but it ended up just being a just brutal match. It didn't have ooh, a stipulation. Ooh. Yeah. I think I know. I, okay. I'm going to guess bull rope because they got the Southern thing going for you both of them. You are correct. And yes. the reason in, reasoning behind this, you don't have to pin Brock. Cody oh. can win. He doesn't have to pin Brock Lesnar. I don't see how that's satisfying for Cody's story. But, yes, that's right now what the match is. I don't know if that's okay. going to be the real, you know, they're actually going to land on that. But right now, that's what's penciled in. I know okay. most of the SummerSlam card I have for quite a while. But um, the bull rope thing is news to me as for, like, I heard that like a week ago. How um, much of this card are you allowed to tell at this point? Um, I can tell you that... It's or maybe you don't want to spoil it for people. I don't know. Well, well, it, okay. It's supposed to be Becky against Trish again. Oh I don't know whether they'll turn that into a tag match with Lita and Zoe Zoe Stark. Um, oh, right. It's supposed to be Gunter versus Riddle for the Intercontinental Title, which we start to build tonight on Raw, but they never say that. Right. Um, Cody Rhodes against Dominic. Which it when we wait till the raw review, I'm gonna go ballistic on that one because that doesn't make any sense for Cody's story to want to wrestle a legend's son instead of trying to get a shot at a title. It makes no sense whatsoever. He Cody right now cannot face Roman Reigns because he's on a different brand. There's it's impossible for him to do it. 
Yet, if he wins that Money in the Bank briefcase, Cody could then jump shows and win that title against Reigns. That's the only chance Cody has, and Cody's not interested. I have no idea who's writing this, but it's horrendous. So, Somebody who has a grudge against Cody, probably. Some old rapist, allegedly. I don't think you have to say alleged anymore with him. He paid okay. off a woman because of it, so... True. Pretty yeah. sure the Chatterton thing makes it official. It's, he's a really gross man with yeah. a really gross mustache now. You know, I never said I wish someone would die. Never. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, so let's... Uh, one last piece of news. They announced the blocks of the G1, and they changed oh, the yes. rules this year. So you want to talk about this? Do you have it in yeah, front so of you? Or we're doing... I got yeah. it here if you don't. Okay. I've got it. I got all the things that you need to know about the good, I spent good, good, good. Most so of the I. day looking at the poster, trying to learn some uh, Japanese uh, letters. So you learned some and katakana now. That's good. I did. That I was one at, of the first I things said, I had to learn. I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to yeah. look at this poster and I'm going to figure out who everybody's name is just by looking at the poster and using logic awesome. and stuff. I think it was, because some of them are like you know Yoshihashi, so I know who that right. is because it spells it out. Right. And then you just have to figure out who the others are. Right. So, What's going on with the G1 this year? Four blocks of eight wrestlers each. Yep. And 32 wrestlers. Wrestle so yeah. Yeah, 32. So you, you fight seven matches in your block. And then the good thing about this is that every night is going to have eight matches on it. It'll be four from A block and That's four from B block. awesome. But what's yeah, the, the trade-off? What's the trade-off, though? The trade-off is that you don't have as many filler matches like young lions okay. and yes we, saw, and we know matches. that but what's what do they do to fit all these matches into one night each how do you fit uh, them in oh i know what you mean yes, yes. they've reduced the time limit to 20 minutes ah, maximum did you see naito threw a fit about that no did not he really? threw a fit but he's not happy he's saying I it's wouldn't. new it could make it new and exciting but it also could take away from uh the the classic matches that they used to have but he said that's the risk with trying something new like this. Yeah. I understand. Look, Naito, the first <laughs> five minutes of your match is undressing anyway. That's a so good just point. Cut that out. He's very slow. <laughs> um, and he knows it. But it's yeah. I think it's gonna pick up the pace. And yep. look at what, what happened with Zack Saber and the TV title. It picked up the pace because of the yes. 15 minute timeline. It made it really exciting. Yeah. I think a dash of excitement in these block matches is what we need. And if you put yeah. all the block matches from each block on each night, you put eight matches per night or what is it? Four matches per night, right? It's four per block per night. Yeah. That's so four from a four from B on one the night. Next night, four from C right. four from that's, B. that's really fast paced. I like yeah. that so much. So you have, you have a guaranteed eight matches, eight block matches every night. So they might throw a young lions match at the beginning. That's fine. Cause those are five minutes anyway. True. But the rest of the time, it's all matches that mean something. Okay. This is now I want to watch live all the time. We got, it's gonna we got a taste of that schedule. in the best of super juniors. Cause that's what they did there too. So, um, but it was only two blocks and we got, you know, really, really good fun. Those shows were great. They were great. And we didn't have a lot of wasted time. That's true. Um, and so what they're doing, this is new this year. In Last year, they had four blocks just like this, but it was seven wrestlers in each block. And what they did last year is they just had the four winners face off in two separate matches to yep. determine the finals match. Correct. This year, there is going to be a wild card from each block. So there will be eight wrestlers who advance to the playoffs, if you will. Yes. Um, which but is it's great not, because now... It's not, really a, it's not really a wild card, though. 
Not really. It's just first place and second place. Second so, place, which like, is a big deal because before, yeah. if you got second place, you were edged out. Now, if right. you get second place... Well, that means something. You can yeah. continue on. And as we saw from Best of Super Juniors, both of the second place guys got to the finals. So exactly. The, the storytelling and, is, is different. And I like that. Yeah. And our Best of Super Juniors final was Teton versus um, Master Watto. Yes. And which one of those did you ever predict being in the finals? Yeah, exactly. So that's the whole point. Neither. Not we cannot no. predict it this year. Last year, we could have looked at the last block match of, of, of the night Correct. Of, the, of the season. And you can right, kind of figure out who's yes. going to be in it. Now it's this impossible. Year, yep. Yeah, it's not as easy. Good. So, heck yeah, I love this. So who's in these blocks? Explain okay. this. Block A, we've got uh, Chase Owens, Gabriel Kidd, uh, Hikaleo, who is the younger brother of Tamatanga and Tongaloa. Yeah. We've got Kaito Kitomiya, who came from uh, Noah, I believe. Kia, and, Kiyomiya, um, right? Kiyomiya. Yes. Um, and he, he attacked Okada. And so there's a lot of bad blood there. We've got Ren Narita, who's like Shibata Jr. Um, we've got Sonata, who's our champion. Shota Umino, who is Moxley Jr. Really. Okay, I like the fact and, that Ren and Shota are on the same block. That's interesting. But yeah. then I also like this last one the most. Yeah, the last one is Yoda Suji, the young so, lion who came out of nowhere to challenge Sonata for the title. So Suji the in the minute. same block as Sonata sounds like Suji could get a win. That's awesome. Right. Lots of young guys in this first block. Um, in, B, in B block, we've got El Phantasmo, uh, Great Okan, all hail, uh, Kazushka <laughs> Okada, uh, Kenta, Taichi, Tongaloa, Will Ospreay, and Yoshihashi. Wow, so, so Okada and Will Ospreay and Phantasmo all in the same. Yeah. Ooh, these matches yeah. are going to be good. Yes. Okay. In yeah. uh, C block, it's Aaron Hanare, uh, David Finley, who's the new leader of Bullet Club, uh, and here we go, Eddie Kingston from, okay, awesome. from ROH and AEW and all those places. Uh, and then we got Evil and Mikey Nichols, um, Shingo Takagi, Tama Tonga, and Tomohiro Ishii. Okay, let's just look at this right now. Eddie against Ishii, Eddie against Shingo. Yeah. They're going to kill each other. Right. Oh, yeah, it's going to be just a punch fest. I, I was looking early and laughing, thinking about Eddie versus Evil, because Evil's one of those cheater types who uses his friends as kind of cowardly. Um, but Evil's a great wrestler when he's not doing all that stuff. Uh, so Eddie versus Evil to me is like... Could I be awesome. Really yeah, bad. could be awesome. Yeah. But wow. Yeah. Th okay. That's good. And then uh, D block, we've got Alex Coughlin, fresh from the LA Dojo, now in Bullet Club. Really, really mean, tough looking guy with eyes that poke out. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, oh, what did you call him? Uh, Dexter we Loomis have Dexter at home. Loomis at home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hiroki Goto, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jeff Cobb. Awesome. Uh, Shane Haste, Tetsuya Naito, Toriyano, and Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, my God. So we're going to get another Naito Sabre classic as long as Naito doesn't get injured. Tanahashi and Naito being in the same block sounds incredibly dangerous as far as injury yes. rates go. So yeah. I'm a little worried about that. But okay, there's a lot of potential for good stuff in this. And a rematch with Sabre and Cobb. I think there's right. where Cobb could beat Zack Sabre. Um, there's some good stuff here too. Wow. I think from the whole roster, there's 10 guys who have never been in the G1 before. Correct. So, wow, that's great. Yeah, you were exactly Young right. Blood. It was 10. Yeah. Number 51, Youngblood. You know what Gato did in uh, the Best of Super Juniors? He threw us for a loop with all these young yep. guys. I don't know what to expect in the G1. I can't even predict it right now. I don't know, but right now I'm very excited for it. It's a month away and a um, little more than a month away. 
and I will get my sleep schedule ready because I was I seriously wasn't going to stay up, but I'll stay up for some of these shows depending on the main event. So yeah. some of my one watch. They're not dragging this out. It starts on July 15th, and then the last block matches are on August 9th. So really, uh, three weeks? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> to get all this in. So that's awesome. really fun. So exciting. Do you have any predictions or you have no idea? <laughs> I, I'll tell you who I want. I want to see Zack Sabre Jr. advance. Um, I want to see Will Ospreay, of course. Yeah. From the young guys. Oh, man, I I want to see a guy like Alex Coughlin show. I don't think he'll win, but I want to see him show really well. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Kiyomiya? Gosh, I'd love to see oh Kiyomiya my God. do something great. He could, Kiyomiya could, I think he's going to get second place in that block because I okay. think, I think people are going to think it's Sonata and Yoda Suji or Sonata and one of the new kids, uh, Umino or, or Narita, but right. I could see it being Sonata and Kiyomiya easily. Yeah. So. There's just, a I could also of... see it being Kiyomiya and Suji. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're pushing Suji to the moon right now. So why yeah. not? So there's definitely possibilities. I see Okada and Osprey are the obvious favorites to go one yeah. and two, but who who, who knows? Who knows who's going to be? Could be in Kenta. There. Could be Taichi. These guys are. It could be. Know, I don't think it'll be guys Kenta though. Do but it. it could be Kenta. Um, and then in C Block, I would love to see Eddie Kingston do well. I think it's going to yeah. be Finley and Tamatanga. That makes the I most think sense. That, yeah, I think Finley goes through C-Block for sure, whether he's first or second. I don't yeah. see how the new leader of Bullet Club can do any less than that. Right. And then D, I think it should be Zach and uh, yeah. possibly Naito. Possibly Cobb. Huh? It's an ongoing story with Naito. You know, he's got to headline Wrestle Kingdom. He's been saying it for years. So those, There's not much the left year. on the, those th- those knees and that neck and that everything. He's He needs those, to get going here so. you mentioned tanahashi versus naito wow that's four that's knees a broken that i wish i never match. had yeah oh boy <laughs> and i hope they don't cancel each other out and then they're please only yeah. six people left Ooh. on the block yeah tanahashi good. and goto are in d block so does tanahashi break oh goto's break his jaw again? or whatever his teeth out <laughs> yeah i could see that too yeah wow. i mean they'll definitely uh i think they'll definitely revisit that spot but okay that this this is good stuff so everybody might my overarching wish here is just no injuries. Please, no injuries. Oh, I know, but I'm so worried about three specific people, and that is yeah, which guys? Naito Tanahashi and Osprey, because they're all they all yeah. came off of recent injuries or uh, were injured in the last G1. So I'm a yeah. little worried about that. Even like Tongaloa, who just came back. Oh, sure. Really you don't want to see injury. somebody like that go bad because uh, or get hurt because he had a. He had a very exciting G1 where he used to be a guy that I was like, he's, he's like Tomko where he does like two moves and he tags out. But then when he became a singles wrestler, he had to learn to wrestle. He had to yes. show or not learn to wrestle, but he had to show what he knew. And once yeah. he showed us, it was like, okay, I could take this guy seriously. Yeah. It's good stuff. You got to dig deep into that bag of tricks and you got to show exactly. everybody what you learned a long time ago. Yeah. And I think Tai Chi is another dark horse pick too. Right. I think it's definitely possible because now and, there's yeah, there's, there's a lot of people who are going to be griping about, you know, who's not in this, you know, no Daniel Bryan, no uh, John Moxley, uh, no Claudio, things like that. Sure. But man, before you just come down on this tournament, look at these matches that we're going to get. Um, 
it, we're showcasing a lot of young guys in New yep. Japan. This should be who are very... going to be the big stars ten years from now. This is a good chance to get out on the ground floor and watch these guys and very, watch them grow up. Exactly. Very hot tournament, very young tournament. And also um, hot and young. That sounds like gross, but um, wow. no, seriously though, all, all wow. of age, all of them of age. <laughs> and also all we're 19... having a velveteen moment just now. Yuck. All 19 shows live with English, English commentary. So there's no reason yes. not to watch it for like whatever it costs for the subscription, like seven bucks or whatever. Yeah, right. so everybody go watch that. But that's enough well, of our New ad Japan, for Japan. They don't New pay Japan. us anything. We are just geeked no. about this. So that's it's just really good. This. It's just really good yeah. stuff. Like Triple Mania. Well, we would have to pay probably tokens or whatever to, to watch that. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'd do it because this card looks great. It looks fun it and exciting. And it's Triple Mania. It's fun. So, And what is it? Triple Mania 31, I think. Well, they do like three a year, don't they? Three Triple Manias every year. There's but this like is like the big a, summer. This is the big one. This is the big summer yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's all very Triple Mania Tijuana. Yes, this is a big one. Yes. Okay, well, yeah. let's. Uh, that's that's your news, everybody. We have other stuff yeah. to talk about, but like new titles for the women in WWE. But we'll talk about that as we get there. Let's start with right. AEW Dynamite right now. Dynamite. Is that the new Dynamite. theme? Dynamite. Okay. Yes, every week it changes. Good. I like it. We are at uh, the Broadmoor World Arena in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay. Uh, Excalibur, Taz, Tony Schiavone are on the microphones. Uh, we begin with a quick uh, hot match, AEW International Championship match. Right away. Yes. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy defending against Swerve. I was convinced Swerve was winning this title. I thought it might happen. This is, uh, or, But Orange Cassidy's got a brand new red t-shirt, so maybe they have to... Mm, keep okay. selling this merch i don't why know. is it red why not orange i don't know are you colorblind is it orange it's red I it's, bet it's orange. orange stop it okay He's i don't know him. I, I singles forget. matches this year okay <laughs> swerve comes to the ring with the worst music in pro wrestling again orange cassidy is doing his colin delaney impression because he's more taped up every week so i think we're i think we're gonna get that mummified uh probably cassidy yeah the Yeti. Now, the match starts out. It's okay at the start. It's a bit botchy, but then, it, after about five minutes, it really starts. Oh to come my together. god! The, the the second half of the match is incredible. I was yeah, I was a little bit scared at the first half. I'm like, wow, these guys are just botching it up. But then they got it. Go. They figured it out. Cassidy, Cassidy has three DDTs and a beach break, but Swerve kicks out of all of those uh, attempts. Mm. Then here it is, the house call kick from Swerve. He'd been trying it over and over. He's missed it every time, but he finally lands it. Top rope, double stomp. It's over. One, two. No, we get a oh. kick out. I was like you. I thought that was it. Yeah. Um, but the And the crowd also, they're all on their feet. Now they're awake. Swerve rolls up Orange Cassidy for a two count and pulling the trunks. Uh, and then Orange Cassidy, you know, kind of rolls through it and rolls up Swerve, pulling his trunks. One, two, three. Why not? Orange Cassidy yeah. retains. Why not? I say we've been saying, you know, he's so injured. He's got to find any way to win right now. So good. Good on him. He has to do it or he's going to lose this title now. Like I said, I thought it was going to be switchblade. Then I thought it was going to be swerve. Now I have no idea. Yeah. Good. Surprise me. AEW. surprise me. me, Good. Do you think that he uh, drops it at uh, forbidden door? Maybe to somebody from Japan. That'd be fun. That'd be neat. Um, it seems not, fair. Kenny's had the U.S. title over here. Why not yeah. put the international title over there? Absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. Also, if he doesn't do that, uh, it was with tights, so Swerve can still get a rematch and win. Okay, that's true. 
That's true. I like I like Swerve. I don't like his current uh, his faction. Well, his faction is Ring of Honor. It feels junky. It, it feels second junky. rate. I don't like that at all. Ring, yeah. Listen, TK, Ring of Honor, I'm sorry to say, Ring of Honor, great deal you got for it, whatever, for the library and stuff. But this, it, the whole company, everything about it seems second rate right now. Like, I watch Penta and and Fennec on my screen, and they're the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions? Are they not? And I don't even, like, I forget that. Like, I don't even remember yeah. that they are. Do Not they even good. bring the, the titles with them to their matches? I don't think they do. do I they? don't even think that I saw the titles this time. Okay. Maybe I did. I, I don't know, know if, but the, the point is the, it just feels... If the ROH titles were allowed to be on AEW or not. They they are. They didn't... Okay. Uh, I know we have seen them, but uh, because when the six when the six man tag teams show up, they yeah. have the titles with them. So. Yeah. Um, but... I think it was Ian who says he's watching ROH and it's pretty good. I just have not watched it, so I don't know. It's too much. It's too much time. It, yeah. That it's like two hours without any commercials. It's too long. Right. 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 So. Well, after this match, the embassy. No, the moguls. No, it's the embassy mogul or the mogul. Emb- I don't God. know. These guys. This this combination faction, whatever. They all come down to the ring and they beat up Orange Cassidy. They do. Then the lights go out for a long time. I expected more when the lights came back on, but no, it's it's just Sting and Darby Allen yeah. again. So, okay, you've shown me this two or three weeks in a row now. Let's do something with it because I've seen it. Like I said, Advance I mean, the I story, guess, please. Yeah, Sting and Darby winning the the uh, Ring of Honor six-man title. Why not? Whatever. Just whatever. Okay. It's fine. I just wanted to go somewhere. I don't like the same... And we saw this in other shows, which I'll mention when we get there. Just right. the same thing. Give me some advancement of story. True. I don't like uh, a rerun because I feel like I'm just being – you're wasting my time. True. Now we get a video recap of Ricky Starks and Jay White, and that's going to be our main event tonight, by the way. Okay. Everybody else will be barred from ringside. I'm sure that will hold true. Well, they say – they don't say that. See, that's what Excalibur said too, but that's not the case. It's, no, it was in the little. It was in the little lettering when they put up the thing. It. What did it, it say? Said, it said uh, what juice? Yes, was barred and, from ringside and uh, FTR. FTR. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, that's not everybody. You see, that's the that's the catch. You have to say those people specifically so that what gotcha. happened when what happens happens. It's fine, and that was the problem with Excalibur because he also said. All of, he said all of Bullet Club or whatever he said is is barred from ringside and it's like that's not the story. The story is these specific people, so we could add new members to Bullet Club. That was obviously what was going to happen, and he did not right. say the line right. So whatever. Well, neither did I. <laughs> well, it's tricky. It's it's yeah. tricky. I hope they clued him in. So well, after that we get Brian Danielson's music. And we know, we're reminded, he's going to wrestle Kazuchika Okada at Forbidden Door. Yeah. Uh, if you're not excited about that match, then... Then I don't know why you're watching wrestling. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Maybe I, you I should know. go watch uh, Naomi versus Natalia or something, because this is uh, this match is not you're right. You. Oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah. Brian Danielson, he's here. He joins commentary. You're supposed to say now, Melina versus Alicia Fox. By That's the, the one I was trying to remember, but I, I know. couldn't remember because that I was, <laughs> what was that on? That was on Tough Enough. Tough Enough with Stone Cold, yeah. <laughs> Favorite match. Yep. 
<laughs> what a joke. What's the best moment of Tough Enough ever, really? <laughs> All right. Trio's match. Here we go. It's the chaos team of Trent, uh, Chuck Taylor, and Rocky Romero. Hey, Rocky. There you are. There he is. And they're going to take on, the, oh, no, the Blackpool Combat Club. Sorry, Uh-oh. chaos. <laughs> this, this does not bode well for the chaos boys. It's no. Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler, Utah. We learned Claudio has been ROH champion for 179 days now. I don't Does even, he even remember bring that title with him. I, yes, but I I don't even remember him. Like like I forget that he's champion. It should be a bigger deal. He should be in title matches on on Dynamite if he's going to be there. I mean, I just I guess I just either I remind know. me of it or don't or get the belt off of him and don't. It don't just know, comes just, across as some extra thing that you have to watch. And yes, if you and that's the the stories surrounding it are if you don't watch it, that's fine. That's no good. <laughs> Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. So, I'm glad for him. I'm glad he's this, the champion of this uh, federation he was yeah. in for such a long time and, and chased it. It's great, but true. But I have, have I seen him defend that title? I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> Chaos takes the fight to the BCC early, as they should. That's the only way you're going to have a chance of winning. Fight them before they get to the ring, and maybe you'll... But not, not tonight. They fight for a bit until uh, Rocky Romero has Moxley in a cross-arm breaker. And then Trent does a moonsault from the top rope to Claudio on the floor. But, oh, wow, this was nice. Instead of hitting Claudio, Claudio just says, no, here, eat this European uppercut instead. Oh, it's great. Trent dies. Uh, Mox goes into the ring and he puts Rocky in the bulldog choke. And uh, then he sort of switches it to a rear naked and uh, Rocky taps out. Of course, he's going to be the one tapping out. Oh, well, yeah, that's fine. Meanwhile, if you didn't notice, well, you shouldn't have missed this but yuda is dropping elbow after elbow onto chuck taylor and he will not stop even after the bell rings um yuda has become this hairy psycho and i love it mm-hmm. he's just he's like this kid you can't stop he's like <laughs> so full of anger and rage that yeah like the other guys are looking at him like whoa hey there yuda good Easy, little kid good it's great yeah he's he belongs he's done such a good job with the bcc yeah now we go backstage. It's the Young Bucks and Hangman Adam Page, a.k.a. the Hung Bucks. Ha, ha, ha. Of course. Um, but uh, this is also being broadcast onto the arena screen so that the BCC can see it. And the Hung Bucks say they want to challenge Moxley, Claudio, and Utah next week in Washington, D.C. And Brian, who's on commentary, says challenge accepted. Right. All but right. The, they, the Bucks don't want any Takeshita, no Brian Danielson. They just want to have a three on three. Right. Of course. Uh, Now we go to commercial. When we come back, we get a video recap of um, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. Awesome. It's good to reminisce, get me hyped up for this forbidden door. And then MJF, uh, his music plays, so out he comes. Luckily for Tony Schiavone, he uh, he doesn't torture him this week. Uh, MJF says a lot of nasty things. He calls the Colorado fans drug addicts. Of course. He says this is the most boring place in the world. And speaking of boredom, he's bored with the competition in AEW. So he's been saying that over and over. And then, you know, it's all about the boom because out comes Adam Cole, baby. Wow. So, okay, that I don't understand because I knew that, like I said, remember, I I, I had the partial, like the the little part in the script that right. didn't actually happen. So we knew, we knew the next opponent was Adam Cole. What I thought yeah. was maybe we'd get somebody from New Japan here because. Oh, yeah. Are we going to, 
like at Forbidden Door, are we just going to have just AW guy against AW guy? Because that would be stupid. And if it's not at Forbidden Door, then it has to be on free TV because after that, we don't have a pay per view till when? The end of summer, beginning of fall? Yeah, it's all out, right? When does all out take place? Or all in or all out? Or when is that? Well, we have all in, the, in, in and England. then we have, yeah, in England. So I guess it could be there. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it seems like it's too far away, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. It's a long time, but I would hope MJF would be part of Forbidden Door. I would hope. True. And AEW All fashion. In is not till August 27th. That's so far away. Yeah. yeah. It's two, two months I and thought change it was soon, but that's Imagine all those weeks. It's, it's, I don't know how you stretch that long, but AEW I, figured it out how to stretch eight months with Swerve against Keith Lee. So I guess you could do this too. It doesn't mean it was good though. <laughs> no, but you could do this for two months and it would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, we know eventually MJF is going to bring Britt Baker into the thing and we'll have that. Whole oh, sure. It's going to be a whole part thing. Of it. Yep. But yeah, at Forbidden Door, I would, I would hope MJF would be squared off and get somebody. We talked about this last week and we just didn't have any idea who it would be right. if it wasn't Tanahashi. Oh, who- what, what I didn't say was Kenta is, is doing a big social media thing where he's like, I'd, I'll wrestle CM Punk with GTS against GTS if you pay me like so much money. I want tons of money for this. So they are teasing that that could be a match, but he wants to extort TK for it. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I like that. I think it's he funny. saw he saw MJF get away with extorting TK, so he knows it's possible yeah. to do. Why not? Yeah, you're not even in the company. You can say whatever you want. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, let's see uh, what happens here. Um, this uh, is an interesting I, one because they yeah. they're cutting promos on each other. And did you? I didn't. It something was familiar about the MJF promo. Do you okay. know what he did? So, yeah. What? He went and watched old Adam Cole NXT promos. Oh, he okay. picked one where it was Adam Cole against Karrion Cross in their feud, if you remember. And no. okay, why well, this is when I watched it every week. Okay. And he stole Cole's promo oh. and used it against him. Well, that's great. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. This is good because uh, you know MJF. He's he says finally. You know I'm excited because look at this. There's finally some competition. It's worthy. Yep. Uh, worthy competition for me. He says, "Hey Adam Cole, I'm a fan of yours." He says, "You know uh, he doesn't really have nice things to say about Ring of Honor, but no. that's where he found Adam Cole." And then you know I followed your footsteps, Adam Cole, and I want to have a rivalry with you, but then. I'm looking in the ring now, and this guy shows up. Aww. And he's like, what happened to you, Adam Cole? You were the Panama Playboy, but now you're the Panama Game Boy. Oh. <laughs> Pretty funny. He says, you know, you're not in shape. You're playing video games. so you're... He says you're playing Twitch, which that's not a you're game. Playing Twitch. He, okay. Well, that's funny because he doesn't understand video games, so that's great. No. <laughs> um, uh, you're not in shape. Um in order to make Adam Cole look cool, AEW gave him T-shirts, entrance music, a hot wife, a reality show, and a lot more. But in order to make MJF look cool, all they had to do was ring the bell. Yep, that's that's Adam Cole's line from that promo at NXT as well. Nice. Okay, good, good, good. MJF says, I read a rumor about you online, Adam Cole, that uh, 
you came to this company because Vince thought you didn't mm-hmm. have what it takes to be top guy material. Yep. Oops. And then he says, I think Vince was right. Oh. Uh, and that's enough. Adam Cole grabs a microphone and says, hey, you know what? You just sound like a toxic social media troll. Uh, you're clearly obsessed with other people's relationships because your fiance left you. Oh. And the crowd goes, woo. Adam Cole says MJF is world-class, but he's a world-class D-bag. Of course. Aww, it's yeah. cheap. And then he says, uh, we're going to do a drug test in the back and see wow. who's natural and who's he's not. Like, you do steroids, MJF. No wonder you're so big. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, Cole says MJF is a coward of a champion. Uh, I'm better than you, and they know it. Talking about the crowd. Now, that's enough. MJF is angry, and he says, I'll wrestle you, Cole, anywhere, anytime, any day of the week. And Cole says, boy, champ. Looks like we got ourselves a match. Wow, they got the... I mean, he talked him into it real quick there. He did it. Adam Cole won the battle of the the microphone in this case, I suppose. Yeah, so he's tricked. And we're that's yep. on Dynamite this week. We're getting yeah. it already. Wow. Non-title, finish. but... If oh Cole, yeah, it's yes. one of those uh, eliminator the challenger yes. eliminator match. Yeah. So yeah. if Cole wins, he does get a title shot down the line. But wow, that's they're they're really like putting this into gear immediately. All right. Now Cole, Good. I don't think Adam Cole has to win. I don't. Oh, he doesn't I think have to he, win to get. I a think title he could match? get. I think he get cheated out of it and have a match later. Okay. Yeah, there's a way to write that in. I'm sure. Yeah. Also, you could always do the rare DQ. Yeah. So. Oh, don't do that. I don't like that. It's going to be the rare count out. MJF's just going to leave, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that sounds right. Because we'll he's a coward, that. and that will prove yeah, uh, that Cole's, Cole's right. Yeah. yeah. Next, we get a video recap of Matt Hardy winning control of Ethan Page's contract. And I meant to ask this last week because they totally just ignored it. Yeah. What are we going to – so this week they are going to um, address this. Right. So good. We go backstage and Matt and Jeff and Isaiah Cassidy are there and they introduce Ethan Page. Matt tells Ethan, hey, you need to apologize to Isaiah Cassidy because you hurt him. And so he does apologize and they do a really weird, weak handshake. Yeah. Uh, It was supposed to be funny, but it just wasn't. Um, And then Matt says, hey, I'm going to make you a better man, Ethan. And uh, Isaiah does his moaning thing and that's just stupid. Yeah. Hey, get rid of that. That's dumb. Next, uh, it's a Tornado Tag Texas team match or something like that. <laughs> it's a Jungle Hook versus Dralistico and Preston Vance. Wow. This match starts off straight away. They fight. Hook and Vance fight into the crowd. Dralistico uses Rush's extension cord on Jungle Boy. Or Rush's Rush. as well. Yeah. yeah. But everybody calls this a camera cable for some reason. It's not a camera cable. There's no camera. It doesn't look like it's the camera cable. I never see a green cord extending to the cameraman. (laughs) It looks like it's just a power cord. Look, you dress your cameraman in all black. I mean, like total black. Right, and then you have a neon green cord (laughs) to show people where the camera cord is. That doesn't even make sense. Good job. Good job, commentary. Um, They just, I don't know why they don't want to call it an extension cord for the leaf blower, but there you go. during the picture-in-picture, picture, we we see that a, a table is set up at ringside. And then we come back, and Hook wraps a chain around his hand, Jeez. jumps from the guardrail, and punches Vance in the forehead. Jeez. He's and bleeding everywhere. Vance, Vance just gigs himself Oh, my silly. God. This was not hard way. This was no. Vance, like, first time ever blading. And yeah, he's like, I want to blade. Yeah. 
and he does it on his temple where you're really going to gush. So good job, Vance. Right. Oh, my goodness. This was disgusting. <laughs> oh, boy. And then, and then it looks like Vance is angry at Hook and gets some stiff shots in on him. Um, wraps the chain around Hook's neck, but Jack makes the save with a chair shot to Vance's head. Ow. Chair shots. It's yeah. 2023. I couldn't believe that. I was shocked. <sighs> Hook suplexes Vance through the tables. Back in the ring, Hook chokes out Jose. And then Jack makes Drillistico tap out to the snare trap. Okay. So I was hoping uh, we'd get a heel jungle boy, but not tonight. Maybe not, not tonight. Ever, but... but it seems like a thing that's going to happen. I hope so. I think it's the next evolution because every time he plays nice guy, he loses. Every time yeah. he plays nice guy, he, he didn't win the title against MJF. If he would have only used that chair or the title, whatever it was, when he didn't want to yeah. use it. He could have won, but that seems to be the story that maybe he needs to be a jerk for a while. Yeah. I hope they're building this as like the long thing, like maybe at what is that gear show, Metal Gear or uh, Full Gear. gear. Or, and yes, it could yeah. be there. Yes. Maybe there we do something. I think I named video games rather than wrestling PVEs. Yes. Um, next up, oh, who backstage, Tony Khan. Oh, great. Another big announcement from Tony Khan. Why does oh, he goodness. seem like AI or something? Every week he sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It, I'm I'm he- going to announce that the first match ever main event thing for Collision, it, he's like the same every time. He he looks like a guy who's strung out on cocaine but doesn't want you to know he's strung oh. out on cocaine. <laughs> I'm not implying anything. I'm just saying. Okay. You're just saying that's what he looks like. Okay. Got to ride the white horse, man, sometimes. Remember that song? No. Okay. Yeah. If you want to ride. Remember there was the cursing version and the clean version? If you want to be rich. Right. You have to be a burp, 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 burp. We used to wait. We used to listen to the radio, Q100. We used to wait (laughs) and wait till it was after a certain hour. And then we'd hear the the uncensored version. And we were like going crazy over that. It was awesome. When we first heard it, we were like, (gasps) There's a good reason that you and I are like less than a month apart in age because we know all the same horrible yes. things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, Tony Khan's big announcement is going to be for the main event match of the first collision ever, or collision as I like to call it. It's going to be a tag team match straight up, but except it's a trios match. <laughs> yes. And this time it's Switchblade Jay White, Rock Hard Juice Robinson. And Samoa Joe. Oh. Because they're good friends, right? Samoa Joe yeah, and Bullet Club Gold. Why? Right? Bullet Club picking a non-Bullet Club guy for a match is so not Bullet Club. It's not even funny. Well, when you only have two guys and you're put on a trios match, what other choice do you have? Well, you're going to have more than two guys after tonight. <laughs> we need to recruit. Um, they're going to fight FTR and CM Punk. Well, there's your CM Punk Samoa Joe feud start. Yeah, I mentioned right there. last week you asked me who did, who would CM Punk start with, and I said Samoa Joe. But So I think what's going to happen is we're going to open the show, right, with CM Punk. And yeah. then there's going to be shenanigans, and that'll be our trios. Could anyway, be, could right? be. Um, I would open with someone else. I would make someone else a big star and do the tease to all night for CM Punk. Sure. Because I think like they want to get that rating. Else. So. I don't want this to be the CM Punk show. I really want to see other guys, but well, the, it's it can't be it can't just be the CM Punk show. That's not enough. You need to. That's you how need they're to, booking it right now, though. Correct, but you have to make other stars. Also, would you be shocked if it's GTS and Samoa Joe uh, 
goes to sleep and and uh, CM Punk pins him. Therefore, starting their feud. It seems like yeah. that would be the that seems right to me. Right. Because then CM Punk looks impressive. He can pick up Samoa Joe and do that to him. So, yeah. I say that and watch it be Blade Runner, CM Punk jobs on his first night. No way. I bet. I would love that to death. But <laughs> we'll see. Uh, in Chicago? Wow. No, it's, probably, Chicago? it's probably to lead to a tag team match between Bullet Club and FTR. So probably it won't even the finish won't even involve right. Samoa Joe and CM Punk. But I can dream. I mean, that's the, that's obvious. We think Bullet Club versus FTR and then Samoa Joe versus Punk. So something's yeah. got to. Correct. One of these champions has to get pinned for this to happen. I think that's a good idea. Well, I like five out of six of those guys. So not a bad main event. <laughs> yes. You can figure out the math there. <laughs> yes. Out comes Kanosuke Takeshita and Don Callis. I love that not only Don's music is booze, Takeshita's <laughs> music is booze. This is amazing. <laughs> That's the Callis family theme song. Oh my now. god, I love blue. it! Yeah. Now it's Takeshita versus local jobber named Damon Ace. Ooh. Ninety seconds of a match. Takeshita oh. wins with a V trigger, though. Wow. Hey, V trigger. Like was that. it or was it his power drive? It's, it's a V trigger. It's like that, but it's a it's a knee. It's a different version, but yes, I it's see. It's close you're enough to where yes. anybody would say, "Hey, that's Kenny Omega's okay, move." Okay, fair enough. Yeah. After the match, Don Callis has a microphone and the crowd boos loudly. So he gives the microphone to Takeshita. Takeshita yells in Japanese again. Awesome. Uh, he yells at Kenny. Callis says the same old stuff oh, about Kenny. Really important. Yeah. D- never saw this before. But okay. since Don has turned mega heel like this or turned on Kenny, while he's cutting his promo... Last week, they were replaying uh-huh. over and over and over yes. the the screwdriver thing. But yeah. did you already say that? They played it through the whole match? No. I mean, no, it's not only 90 no, seconds. But the fact is, it's during the match. Right. Yeah. Awesome. If you're in the arena and you're looking at their Tron there, the, the screw job of Kenny is it's playing great. repeat. <laughs> you mean screwdriver job. Yeah. Screwdriver job, yeah. Like a... Like it was a new Jack match, only right video instead of music. Instead of it's music. Video. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so that's good. I love that. I really good. Love I forgot to high quality. That. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So everything Don says is stuff that he's already said before. So I was kind of a little bit bummed. I'm like, we already saw that. I want you to advance the story. Who else is in your family, Don? Yeah. We've already gone a couple of weeks. We need more. Give me more, please. Yep. So we go to commercial and then we come back and we are backstage with Alex Marvez and he's outside Christian Cage's locker room and there's some loud roaring going on inside. There's oh, no. lions in there, I guess. Christian comes out of the locker room and he, he says, hey, I'm the uncrowned TNT champion. Oh, gosh, that's stupid. No, you're not. And Christian says, I'm going to take something from Arn Anderson because he took so much from me. And then the locker room door opens and we see... Brock Anderson has raspberry sauce on his forehead. He sure does. Oh no, Same poor raspberry. Brock Anderson can he just can't get revenge. So it's kind of we know stupid. he's related to <laughs> to Arn because they both have the raspberry blood. I heard, but yeah, heard the rumor. we haven't heard from Brock Anderson in months, and now here he is just for this. Yeah. Okay, all right, junk. I don't want to see that. Next TBS Championship match: It's Anna J versus Chris Statlander. Poor Anna Jay. She her lot in life is just to be a jobber. Well, she's not a good wrestler, so that's fine. She's not me. that great, and in this match, she's no. not that great. So, 
It's she's the classic diva who doesn't know how to run the ropes or do much. So I know, but is. Chris Statlander's really good, and she's trying to pull her through to have a decent yeah. match. She's yep. Daddy Magic Matt Menard, he's there. But Taya Valkyrie's backstage growling and looking. Oh at my the god, she went from one week just curious about like what Statlander's doing to the next week she's mega heel. Have you ever seen somebody turn heel from just watching a TV? No, but man, she's angry. Fine. Be angry. This match takes way longer than it should um, because I just wanted an absolute squash of Anna Jay. I agree. It doesn't happen right away. No. Tombstone pile driver Statlander wins. What's up with that? Tombstone? Huh. Sure. Now we go backstage and it's Ruby and Tony Storm. Hey, there's no Soraya this week. Great. Okay. You know what? Maybe she took my advice and got that middle school cafeteria job in Iowa. Maybe. Or maybe she went back to kindergarten to learn the difference between a J and an L because Ruby sure doesn't know. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Nobody what? An, I swear to God, I need to do a college thesis on this, uh, on what, why Look, certain people I, can't tell the difference between women and woman and L and J. What is the problem with this? It's stupidity is contagious, you see. I, I guess, but this is a very there. specific thing. I, I can't explain it. I wish I could. I just, it's. Good God. It's not that difficult. That. We see that with, you know, Sasha saying woman title and everybody. And she's, she's poisoned all of Japan. Now they're even writing woman title on their I know. website. I saw it. And now we got the it says it right on the title board. itself. It says it right on there. Can you not read? Yeah. Look at the belt you're holding. Read what it says. Good God. Anyhow. Anyway. There's going to be a four-way match on Rampage to determine uh, the new number one whatever versus Tony Storm for Dynamite next week. Yep. We'll see that on Rampage when you cover that in a little bit here. And then Ruby now says it's Now it's main user. event. Yes. Yeah. Main event. Ricky Starks versus Switchblade Jay White. Okay. All right, so we talked about this. There's people barred from ringside. It's uh, it's Juice Robinson barred, FTR's barred. Um, Jay's coming out to the ring, and Ricky interrupts it, and the fight is on. Switchblade tries to escape up the ramp, but Ricky catches up to him. So they fight outside the ring. They wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. We get a spear and a Rochambeau uh, from uh, Ricky Starks. But, oh, as he's doing it, the ref gets knocked out of the mm. ring. Wait, who's this coming to interfere? Oh, no, it's the guns. Ah, I didn't think of them to join Bullet Club, but it makes sense. They are they have, they, they're guns. They're guns, you see. Bullets go into mm-hmm. guns, right? Look at that. Look at that. 310 to Yuma on Ricky Starks. Blade Runner, 123, Jay wins. Yay. Okay, so Jay wins by cheating. And now we have more people in the Bullet Club. The commentators act like they don't know if they're in Bullet Club, but clearly... <laughs> Yeah, it seems like be. they are. Why wouldn't you right. want young Gato's doing the same thing? Why would you not want young guys in your group? Yeah, seems right to me. The problem, the only problem I have is here. It looks like you know Jay and Juice are going for the FTR titles. The, what is that? The guns are going to just have to sit back and wait. That's weird, huh? Or or Jay and Juice lose, and then the guns are the next ones to challenge. Maybe. Or know. are the guns turning face? That can't be right. Nobody likes no. them. Hmm. No, they can't be. It's too soon. They need to be heels for a good while and until we can learn to laugh with them. That's true. Of That's a good point. Then they can be. Uh, face. Yeah. So I don't know. But I, I like the guns being in part of Bullet Club Gold. I think that's a great move. 
Yep. Out comes Juice Robinson to celebrate with Jay, and the show ends at that point, I believe. Okay. So, Switchblade with a big so win good. at the end of the show. Good stuff. Yeah. And, um, wow. we've told it. I'm happy we've advanced that story a little bit. I wanted a little more advancement of the, the Don Callis family. I yeah, want, sure. I want another member. We need another that's member. That's got to be slow family. because I think when, when it's Kenny against Takeshi or Kenny against Osprey, I think we'll get another member revealed. Uh, we got to wait till then for the second member. Okay. I mean, wouldn't it make sense? It, well, Forbidden Door's not far away. It's only like two weeks away or something. Yeah. And if you wait till then, if Osprey's going to beat Kenny for the title, it should be because of. I mean, it could just be because Osprey's talent, but you also want to protect Kenny, so it could be because of another member of the family. Yeah. So I'm just going to be antsy if I have to go two weeks without this advancing at all. True. But. It is getting a little weird. If it's it's worth it. Right, but it is getting a little weird. Don's cutting the same promo. Yeah, that's the problem. Don is not the kind of guy who does that. So, hmm. He's in a holding pattern. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. This is good. This is AW General Email from ChatGPT. It says, (laughs) This is awesome. Hey, Smart Wrestling Fan Podcast Rock Stars. Greetings from a fellow fan who's ready to rumble. This is amazing. I couldn't resist dropping. If you don't know, if you don't can't tell, I mean, use Jet Chat GPT. This is Chat GPT talking. I couldn't you have resist. like a special voice for Chat GPT, like you have a walking white. I'm kind of doing it have? now. Okay. I couldn't right, resist right. dropping you a quick informal email to share my excitement about all things AEW, and throw in a dash of humor to keep the energy high. And then clearly, this is the part where he wrote his part. I love this. He used Chat GPT to. Con- to make an email and then he added the personal stuff in it yeah um, so here's his part um so here it goes if AEW wrestlers were ice cream flavors which flavors would be some of the top stars be would cody rhodes be cherry bombastic perhaps chris jericho would be rock and roll rocky road i love to hear your hilarious take on this wacky concept well, we'll get back to that in a second because here comes chad gpt oh and speaking of wacky, here's a little pun-filled humor to lighten up the atmosphere. Why did the wrestler bring a pencil to the match? In case they needed to draw a body-slamming masterpiece, of course. No, wow. that wasn't even funny. No, stop. Wow. That's terrible. <laughs> I, I hate it. Keep up the no. fantastic work. Keep those wrestling discussions spicy and keeping the ultimate tag team in the podcasting arena. Can't wait to hear your AEW-tastic insights and banter. Rock on your name. And then he puts Jeremiah. <laughs> That's awesome. Jeremiah. How dare you? AI had to invade the show eventually. Yeah, yeah. How long ago did I start talking about it on, on more? Months ago? Oh, yeah, that was a while ago. We were talking about your... Your Big Bird episode and how I had uh, to trick it, and then it wouldn't do violence yeah. with Sesame Street. And then I, I'm wearing a big shirt, Big Bird shirt right now. It says yeah. "All good <laughs> in the," and then instead of hood, it has to say neighborhood because it's Sesame oh, Street. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, it should say "All good in the barrio where those puppets live." Anyway, uh-huh. so it's true. Um, that's lovely. So thank you for the email. Sort of. Um, what the what I. You're, you're putting us on the spot to make up AW ice cream flavors, and one of your examples was an a, was a WWE guy. Come on, that's true. <laughs> Maybe he wrote this email ten months ago. He did. He did. <laughs> Chat GPT only has information up to twenty twenty one. There you go. Um, yeah. Let's see I don't know. 
Uh, uh, I got a thing. Oh, I got one. God. <laughs> Canos cookies and cream. Oh my God. I think we're done right there. That's, that, <laughs> you just killed the joke. You killed it. That's worse than they needed to draw a body. And it says Bodhi slamming masterpiece. So ChatGPT can't even spell, which is true. Oh, by have the way. I, okay, here, this one's better. Hookies and cream. Oh. No? God. <laughs> oh, Rocky Road Romero. Well, he's New Japan. Oh, my God. No? Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, I'm weak with the. You're doing better Hershey than me. Squeeze. I got nothing. So no, there's no um, orange ice cream except for sherbet, right. or as Sesame Street would say, Sesame Street would say sherbet, sherbet. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> right. So um, I, J, I, uh, switchblade J white chocolate chip. <laughs> okay, very good. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, very good. Ricky Road Starks ice cream. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, you're better at this than me. I still have nothing. Okay. Uh, I still like Canos cookies and cream. Oh my god! Wow. Okay, you win. You win. Thanks for the email. Thanks for now. I want ice cream. Can we stop the show and get ice cream? I do want ice cream. I want to do rampage. You know why? I want to Can get. Can we get over Halo Top to sponsors again and give us some Canos cookies and cream? I can't believe we were such great friends with Halo Top. They sent us an entire gigantic box yeah. with uh, dry ice of Halo Top varieties. It was awesome. After that episode, I went out and bought four things of Halo Top just because of that episode. Wow. Look at that. And now they barely are in, on my radar. They started making cake, by the way. Oh, wow. Low calorie cake in a cup. So it's like it's like two or three dollars. It's like almost three bucks. It's I think it's too expensive, but whatever. So is Halo Top. Um, to be, to be fair, yeah. it's too expensive. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Eventually, you stop eating it because you're like, I can't afford this habit. And then even if it's healthy for you or whatever, it has the the cultures or the protein or whatever. But they have yeah. cake now, so it's one of those cake in a mug things where you just open the top, pour in the powder pour in the water, throw it in your microwave, and then it's like a really low-calorie cake. Yeah. I didn't try it, though. So. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Joe, either. can you can you name this episode Canos Cookies and Cream? Maybe. You have to text me and remind me. Okay. That's so bad. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell I'll, it. Text me how you think it's spelled, and spell. then I'll, I'll do it. Okay? Okay. Canos Cookies. This is awful. Okay. So, <laughs> I can't even believe. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, let me do that Rampage. Might be too, much, too many Ks. Let me try it again. Yeah, you got to Yeah, I actually have to have the correct. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. Not that. That's better. That's. Too many K's makes it seem a little racist. A little racist. So let's try yeah, it I don't like way. it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Uh, all right, you got the better version sent to me. Okay, this is great. There you go. That looks like it says suck cookies. Okay, we can't do well, this. His whole name is like you know. I understand. It's one big curse word in America. Yeah. But 
Okay. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll workshop it and work probably it. not okay. work it out. But Rampage, <laughs> taped. Enough with the taped. I can't. I can't. Ta- no. Rampage feels so unimportant. It's not even funny. After last week's big um, title match Friday, where it was Championship Friday, yeah, this week's felt they like. They did that to appease us to say, oh, right. now they'll never turn us off. Yeah, but guess what? Uh, this coming Saturday is collision. So Rampage, you might be bye. You might be bye bye. Bye, as yeah. the junior high girls say. See ya. Um, yeah. they don't say that. Uh, closed caption. Oh, oh, new segment. Closed captioning. Oh, goody. Every week I watch with closed captioning, and every week they close caption the Rampage theme song, and every week it's different. <laughs> so from now on, I'm gonna try to remember. We're going to do the closed captioning segment where I tell okay. you what this week's Rampage theme song is, according yeah. to the closed captioning. Rampage, baby. Cheer. Now, those are the only words anybody knows, right? Right. Okay. Here's the whole song according to closed captioning. Speaking of AI, okay. this is even worse. Closed captioning, yeah. Here we go, closed captioning. This is Rampage, baby. Okay. He's yep. the show, Diablo. Banking on adrenaline, pumping his chest. This is Rampage chant. Oh, this is Rampage to a jam. This is Rampage. This is Rampage. Wow. That's not even close. I don't even know what the real lyrics are, but it's not that. Yeah. Right. He's the show, Diablo. Diablo. Are those the lyrics of the song? Well, f- stay tuned for next week's show when we do the closed captioning again. So, closed captioning segment. There you go. That's it. Well done. If I had uh, a soundboard with buttons, I would push the cheerings right now. Yay. Do people want a closed captioning segment where I just close caption different parts of the matches because... My God, some of the some of the times they they botch some of the names of the wrestlers. It's really really funny. Yeah, so. that'd be great. Or at least the closed captioning of theme songs. Those are pretty good. Oh yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So the show opens with everybody already in the ring. It's Lucha Brothers and Bandito against Ethan Page. Wait, what? And Big Bill That's- and Lee Moriarty. Ethan Page in the firm. What? Firm deletion. I thought they were dead. They're not deleted. They're right here. What is happening? Yeah. I mean, it's they like try a, to explain it off, but yeah. They they it's try. Funny. The commentators are like, hey, I thought Ethan Page was with Matt Hardy. And they're like, well, oh, well, he's in this match. Let me tell you about Big Bill. Big Bill is mm. a tall, boring man. Aww. He, without his gimmick of Enzo and Cass, he is nothing. He's a tall wrestler that is bores the crap out of me. And I can't even believe... How much he's this junky there, his ice cream flavor, vanilla, tall vanilla. It would be, he'd be called sugar free, sugar free, tall vanilla. Oh my God. Okay. So <laughs> that's the name of the show. Sugar free, tall vanilla. No, I do not want to name our show that that's too generic no, for our show. Canos cookies and cream. It has I, to be. Okay, fine. Okay. This is where I really felt like Lucha brothers and bandito feel wasted in AEW. Yeah. They're champions in another Sorry. company. They're just in a, throwaway rampage match i don't care if they win this is just feel wasted i don't know this match is awesome because these guys are awesome so these guys can do no wrong they wrestle all over the place and do one of those um 
the fear factors on the uh, on the apron. Also, Ethan Page thinks he's going to win the match, but then the Hardys and Brother Zay come out, and they mm-hmm. say, they even say, "We know you signed this match a while ago, but you're not even doing your gimmick we gave you. Do the gimmick." And so we find out that on Ethan's arms are the the Hardy's like holy arm gimmick yes, things, I the arm it. sleeves. Yes. <laughs> and so he puts those on and then Bandito sneaks up on him with the awesome 21 plex that I love and pins him. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I forgot they weren't tattoo arm sleeves. They're just like regular pantyholes with holes. Yes. In. But the point is. But that's yes. what I meant when I said it last week. I knew that's what you meant. But yeah, yeah, he did it. So you're happy. He had them on his arms already. They were just like wristbands. Yeah, and then they, they just said, had to pull them. Extend them. them. Ex- yes. Jeff was like, extend them. And we're like, what? It was funny to hear them both say, extend mm, them. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I loved it. I don't care what you said. I loved this. This was funny. Oh, it was, it was ridiculous. So it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But w- yeah. when it starts out with Ethan Page just in a firm match, which I thought didn't exist anymore. It's just like, what is going on? Well, this is closure. So now we can explain. Is it though? You know, he had to honor this obligation that he had, and now after this, he's he belongs to the Hardys. Okay. So Q- next week, don't give me any more of these firm matches. He belongs no. to you, Hardys. No, exactly. QT, and I want him to go in there, and I want them to say, "No, don't do that move. Do this move." And he want, they want him yeah. to only do the Hardys moves. Yes. And he has to be brother ego. That's fair. I think he could get over his brother ego. I really do. That'd be great. Yeah, I do too. I wish he would like hit his s- head or something. I always want wrestlers to hit their head, but not in real life. But um, I want him to hit his head and then think he's one of the, he really is oh, a brother yeah, of the yeah, Hardys. Yeah. Like, like awesome. how they used to put him in the, or Jeff in the lake of transformation, yeah. like that kind of thing. I yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, you know what's sad? Jeff can't be, well, yes, he can in AEW. I was going to say he can't be Willow anymore because there's already a Willow, but AEW always has like five people with the same name. So, right. We've got a lot of pages and a lot yep. of cages. We're going to, Tony's. I hope. Poor main event uh, tonight, Mercedes Martinez. She's going to be out of luck if oh, right. uh, the other Mercedes More Mercedes is. I thought about that. Yeah, that's yep. too bad. QTV. They talk about collision. They say collision is this Saturday or next Saturday or whatever. They mock JR for uh, spilling his coffee and they mock TK for making announcements. I was wondering what that was because he was shaking his drink all over the place. Okay, we never... I didn't know what that gimmick was. Okay, so we never really... Did we ever talk about it on the show? Yes, we did. It was when Daniel Garcia... It was at the pay-per-view, which I didn't notice during the pay-per-view, but I found out after when I watched a fan cam. It was when Daniel Garcia got thrown into the announce table and knocked over JR Starbucks and JR was like, hey, stupid, stupid. <laughs> yeah. JR's an old man. He needs to go away. So is that what, Q, uh, what QT was doing? He was making fun of JR there, was shaking his cup and stuff? Well, just the fact that he, he lost his drink. That's all. Yeah. Um, And they make fun of TK for making announcements about making announcements. So they say, how about we have the champ go out next and show what we're going to do on collision? Who's the champ? The champ. What? And then powerhouse Hobbs goes out and I look at him and the man has no title. And I'm like, Nope. What? I understand you have big things planned for him on, on uh, collision, but I keep wanting to call it dominion. Why? What? What? And the QTV crew's with him. And it's going to be Hobbs yeah. against already in the ring, Caleb Crush. Oh, Oof. poor Caleb Crush. He squat, gets squashed instantly and Hobbs wins. And Excalibur goes, will Collision be the night of Powerhouse Hobbs? 
let's put a pin in that. What is he talking about? I don't know. Does he mean will Collision be his show? Because this coming Collision, this week, let's see what they actually do with Powerhouse Hobbs. Right. Because what is he talking about? If he squashes well, we a jobber, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but if he yeah. comes out, reads from the book of Hobbs, and then squashes a jobber, that's not the night of Powerhouse no. Hobbs. No. So. Backstage interview with Wardlow and Arn Anderson. Uh, Arn says, Brock Anderson, my son, will be fine. He will. But we want... I was Okay, I was so confused by this segment. You're going to have to explain it to me, maybe. Okay. He says, we're going to get revenge on Christian and Luchasaurus. But when Wardlow... Here. But when Wardlow said this title is going to be put up in open challenges, he meant it. When? When did that ever happen? He's been know. beating... It, Wardlow's been beating jobbers. So that's a lie. Then Wardlow goes, I have an open challenge. And... It's with Jake Hager. Does TK not know what open challenge means? No, he does not. So you could wrestle Luchasaurus, but you're wrestling Jake Hager. And it's not an open challenge if we know the guy immediately. Right, right. If he says open challenge and Jake Hager walks in, that's an open challenge. Sure. And I don't need it to be a surprise the day of because if it's Jake Hager, that's going to be a disappointment. But what I do need is to see Jake accept it. Right. He needs <sighs> to say, I've got an open challenge. We hear Jake Hager's music and he comes out and there. says, okay, done. I'll see you on Wednesday. That's all you got to do. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. And I like this hat. And I like this hat. Angelico, Serpentico, and Poppy Luther, that's the Spanish announced team. <laughs> Did they forget how to wrestle? Stay tuned. Versus the acclaimed oh. and Billy Gunn. Oh my God, the Spanish announced team wrestles like they've never wrestled a match ever. The timing is completely broken. No one can figure anything out. JR, oh, JR calls Billy Gunn scissor me daddy. That's not his nickname. What? He goes, look listen. at scissor me daddy over there. What? Yo, listen. Oh, and he had to do that. He had to do, yo, listen. Oh, my God. Acclaimed win. Who cares? Whatever. This is You know what? I was really disappointed by this because I'm a huge Angelico fan. And to see him on one of these shows just- Oh, for the first time in like years. Yeah. I loved it. I'm like, I don't, I know that, uh, what's his face? Jack, what's his name? Jack Evans. Yeah. Jack Evans. I liked him too, but I'm like, uh, Angelico's here. Yes, yes, yes. And this was just- it was nothing. I knew they'd lose, but man. But Serpentico and, and Luther are so like clumsy. I don't know what happened. Yeah. What happened to these guys? I don't know. But uh, And Serpentico looks like a child out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my right. God. So finally, didn't we say this last week too? TK recapped Dynamite on Rampage. He's like, look, cool things happened. Yeah. Here's a reminder that, that we're cool. Not, not... We, we he well the thing about the recap is we don't need it for filler but we do need to remind people of what happened we do need that there's yeah. one extreme or another WWE takes it to one extreme where they'll do three recaps of the same thing that happened in the same night which means you saw it four times in one night we don't need that right. but we also right. don't need no recaps and that's the right. problem TK was doing forever he was doing the no recaps thing. So I like that he's doing one recap. I'm fine with one. 
I don't like that it's as long as it was for an hour show. I don't need that much recap. Just give me a little bit. But understood. Like you only, but sometimes you have when, a little bit of, of of time to put matches yes, on. Don't but when important things happen, you should remind the fans of that. Sure, 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 sure. That's all. Or remind them during a match. I don't know, but that's WCW then. Yeah. If you remind them during the match, then that's the NWO era where all they did was talk about the NWO during every match in the show. So you felt like the well, rest of the matches didn't matter. Right. During the matches that it applies to. I mean, if you're if you're talking about MJF versus whatever, don't do that during a, a, a death triangle match, you know. OK, fair enough. Fair enough. Like I said, there's a there's a happy medium here and I just. Yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. They got to find it. Renee interviews Team Jared on the stage. Oh, my God. This is terrible. First of all, Renee says she calls Aubrey against Karen a cat fight from last week. So that's nice. Then Karen says Aubrey's a diva and calls her out. Oh, my God. I don't want this. Then it gets Vince McMahon levels of idiotic here. So Mark Briscoe and Aubrey come out of the back. Aubrey's in a ref outfit because she's a ref. She yep. says, sorry, they won't sanction a match because I'm a referee and you're definitely not a wrestler. So, okay, that makes sense, right? She can't be in right. a match because she's a referee. They just said that, right? She yep. says, so watch out backstage because I will beat you up if I see you in catering. Okay. Not sure how that's legal, but let's forget You'll that part. you get fired for that. But exactly, sure. but let's forget that. Briscoe goes, well, I talked to my my redneck friends and my non-redneck friend and TKs and there's going to be, and I thought he's going to say, he goes, we couldn't get your match with you two sanctioned. So I thought he's going to say unsanctioned. And then I'm going to be like, well, whatever. I don't want it, but at least it's unsanctioned. Right. He says, but there will be a sanctioned mixed tag match. You gross. And I can't make this up. You just said that a referee can't be in a wrestling match. What am I missing this is, here? This is the kind of stuff that makes me just want to turn off AEW. Because this I is like TNA. This. this is what TNA yes. would do. So then they're like, I can't make this up. It's Lethal and Jeff and Karen against Aubrey, Mark, and wait, who's their tag team partner to make it <sighs> a six person? Mark's old man father. Right. Papa. On the same show that we had Poppy Luther, we have... Papa Briscoe. Yeah. We got a glimpse of him during the um, chicken farm skit. When I thought he said those two Indians, but he said those two idiots. Yes. But it would have <laughs> yes. worked either way, though. Um, so here we go. We're getting uh, not just a mixed tag match, which I hate. The worst kind of match ever is a mixed tag match. Not only that, we're getting a trios match where half of the competitors aren't even wrestlers. Correct. Three of the six people aren't wrestlers. We have Karen, Aubrey, and Mark's father. Why do you do this, TK? Is this the kind of thing when you go, mm-hmm. man, we got the we got the hardcore wrestling fan, but how do we get just the casual fan that would want to see somebody's old dad and someone's wife and a referee fighting? Oh I know. I'll ask Jeff Jarrett what he would do when he was booking TNA. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Jeff. That's a great idea. This frustrates me to no end because I know their roster. I know how many people deserve to be on TV. And they're not even on TV. And you're digging up, you're digging up Karen Jarrett. And you're digging up 
you know it's briscoe all jeff's idea this sucks it is and you're you're putting aubrey in a match i don't want to see any of these no nope. i don't want any of that i hate it i hate it so of much. all these guys the only one i vaguely want to see is jay lethal i don't even want to see him you know what i want to see none of this get this out of here right is this what we're doing on collision is that what's going to happen are you going to make me hate collision oh from my the get-go? god i don't think so that sounds like a dynamite match to me well, now we get Mark Henry pre-recorded garbage because he doesn't do the cool stuff anymore. Usually, Ooh. main event number one contender thing. It's oh my god, Sky Blue versus Nyla Rose versus Mercedes Martinez versus Britt Baker. First of all, why wasn't this a triple threat? Why are we putting Britt Baker in this? I felt bad because we know the winner is going to have a match on Dynamite, and it's certainly not going to be Britt Baker against Tony Storm if Britt's losing. So let's see. I'm watching this. And the commentators immediately spoil the match. They're like, wow, Nyla Rose uh, was champion. Wouldn't that be neat if she won in Washington, D.C.? But it looks like this could be Sky Blue's time. And JR says, well, my be her, her, her time's coming up right here. This is it. She can win the match. You'd never say that the underdog's going to win the match if they're going to win the match. Ever. Yeah. You stop that right now. Guess what? Roll up. Sky Blue wins. Oh my God! You she's freaking... clearly the most attractive of all four. So yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about. And backstage, Tony Storm paints. Oh, this was where it was. Tony Storm paints yeah. a TV. She ruins a TV yeah. with an L, while Ruby says "juzer" because she's a moron. <laughs> she puts up a J like an idiot. Well, at least Tony Storm was educated. I guess so. <laughs> Just this wow. week. Uh, what a I have an frustrating e- rampage. What it was very frustrating. frustrating. And I have an email from uh, Ian about rampage. Uh oh. Wait, he wait, says, wait. Is he Ian or AEW Ian? Did he A-W- lose the AEW? He's, he's AEW oh. Ian because Dynamite's still good. He says, okay. Hey there, this is AEW Ian, also known as Ring of Honor Ian. <laughs> and st- see how I changed it? I sh- should have said Ring of Honor Ian, but I said Ring of Honor yeah. Ian. You might know me from such genius suggestions as please give Kenos cookies and cream. How did he know that? Just kidding. Please give yeah. Kenosuke oh. Takeshita's story. No, he doesn't know the future. That's my Tease job. Me. Yeah. Good job with that, by the way. Um, oh, he's saying that. He's not being sarcastic. Good job, by the way. By the way. Good job with that, by the way. Oh, my God. I'm off right now. I'm writing today about a major problem I've noticed over the past w- weeks, one which is impacting my enjoyment of your shows and may have, and not your shows, meaning our shows, he means oh. TK shows or right. AW shows, ones that's impacting my enjoyment and may have ma- major repercussions and involves JR and the things that he's been saying on commentary. Early in the broadcast of Double or Nothing, JR confidently predicted that none of the other four pillars would be able to beat MJF. I thought nothing of it at the time. Oh, I thought big things of it. Because remember, it was him and, wasn't it him and Taz that said that? Right, yeah. And then, the or when was it? It was before? Yeah, the buy-in, it was. It was it the was, buy-in? It yeah. was, Tony Schiavone was on commentary before Excalibur, and he asked them. And they were like, oh yeah, MJF has to win. The other guys don't have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? He says, I thought nothing of it. At the time, but then on Friday night's Rampage, JR was calling the women's number one contender match and started talking about what a huge upset it would be if Sky Blue won, saying, maybe it's her time. Less than 10 minutes later, Sky won the match. Oh, as soon as JR said that, as soon as the commentators made it a story about Sky Blue, I was like, wow, why is yeah. any, why are, 
Why is this four-way? This is stupid. TK, this is a huge problem. One that I don't think I need to spell out in too much detail. You cannot employ a commentator with psychic powers. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know where Jim Ross got his witches site from, but I don't know why he uses it to mildly spoil the results of wrestling matches instead of betting on sports events. Gray's yeah. Sports Almanac. But I do know that this puts you and AEW in great trouble. The Athletics Commission, the Athletic Commissions of most states employ a witch finder general. And the last thing we want to see is good old JR burned at the stake. Oh, that sounds like you you wish that nobody would die. Thing. Really? Is that the last thing you want to see? That's not the last thing I want to see. That's pretty close. No, to no, the no. It's the, the last thing I'm you want to see. Just like just like it would be yep. a shame if something happened Look, to Vince McMahon. I never would want someone to die. Yeah. Please, Tony, take him off commentary. If not for our sake, then for his. Thanks, A.W. Tony. Thanks, A.W. Tony. A.W. Ian. Oh, my God. I can't speak. Very good. Very good. Thank you, Ian. Very good. Yes. You know, a um, couple of things. If JR, all you got to do is listen to JR at the start of the show and then go quick and make your bets in Vegas and you make some money. That's true. If, if, the, if the window's still open. That's true. The window would be, unfortunately be closed because that show was yeah. taped on Wednesday. But Oh, right, right, right. Um, secondly, we we mentioned this before. We we're talking about collision. We were kind of guessing who's going to be on commentary yeah. for this collision show. Now, JR made a comment in the past week saying, oh, I hope it's me. I'd like to be on the barbecue sauce collision show. Yeah, right. But I had mentioned to you, Joe, this is a Saturday night show. Guess what else happens on Saturdays? Sports. College football. Oh, that's like his favorite thing. Yeah. Who's the big, what does he like more than nothing almost as much as barbecue? Nothing. He likes just college football. Oklahoma that's Sooners. all he used right. to freaking talk about. So is JR going to be doing commentary with his little iPad down below? Is, is this thing watching football at the same yes. time? Yes. We've got a problem, I'm, Tony. I'm starting to think that it's going to be JR on commentary. It is. It's going to be Jr. Oh God, no! He doesn't know enough to do it. It's he's going to ruin that two hours. Two hours of Jr. is too much. One hour of Jr. is too much. Right? Can Everybody you believe knows him? It. There's a reason they pull him off the. I know. You when it's halfway it, it's over, past his bedtime. But also, can you believe I'm saying this about Jr. Who used to be one of the best commentators. Some people say the best commentator of all time, and now he's turned into this. He's pretty good. He was pretty good. I agree. Back in the but day. But think, think about how far he's fallen. And if you don't know, if you don't watch Rampage, you have no idea and you still think of JR as a legend. You just don't know. Mm. It's so sad for me. Like, if I go on Twitter and I say that JR said this or that, people get so defensive and get so upset. And it's like, you don't watch it, do you? You don't. You just remember JR from Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Yeah. Yep. And he ever since then, he's been kind of mailing it in. Oh my God! Worse than that, he's he's been bringing his weird political and uh, strange views into everything, and it's real yeah. super weird. And his his sexism with the constant Jezebel. Oh, it's and, awful. Um, his his <laughs> selling his barbecue sauce on the air. She's only eighteen. Buy my barbecue sauce. Wink. Ew, you gross yeah, old man. It's gross. All right, let's do SmackDown. I don't want to talk about JR anymore. Okay. SmackDown. This was on the 9th of June, and we were at the Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh. Hey, 
I wonder if Soraya's there selling her Salisbury steak at the middle <laughs> Maybe. school. Maybe. I hope so, but probably not. <laughs> Please, Soraya, stay there. You found your true calling in life. I don't think she's Never allowed within X num- feet from children or something. Look, I'll sign any petition to keep her away from AEW. She's God. She's a quality person. The middle school kids love her. She's brought us back to the Divas division. Remember she was the anti-Diva? What the oh, F happened? She's the ultimate Diva. Oh, my God. You juicer. All right. Now we're going to have. <laughs> oh, that sounds racist, but it's not. I know. It does. It's spelled J-O-S-E-R. <laughs> it's like hoser, but not really. Joser. Maybe I'll just start saying it like that. Maybe. Paul Heyman and Sola Sokoa are in the ring, and Heyman has a microphone. And then before he can say much, the Usos music plays and it goes, wahoo. Does um, it do? It's blur. Well, it, it well, almost. It's not that, Song but it, it has two. like the do, 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 yeah, whatever they do, you know, down since day one ish been down since. I don't remember any of that part of the music, but okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I have been drinking. That's fine. Now. Out comes Jay Uso. Which side will he take? Will it be Jimmy's side? Will it be Roman's side? They oh promised us this week we'll find out. Okay. Well, uh, Jay gets in the ring and he says, you know, I let a lot of things slide. Uh, but stabbing my brother in the back is something you just don't do, Solo. Oh. He says, I don't know if I can forgive you for that. So here's the microphone. Say what you need to say. Oh, boy. This is weird. Paul... It says, hey, Jay, you've got it all wrong. It's not Solo's fault. It's not your fault. It's not Roman's fault. It's Jay's fault. No, it's Jimmy's fault. Blames Jimmy because Jimmy's the one that kicked Reigns in the face. Yeah, he said Jimmy did this. He kicked Roman's in the face, and when he did that, he made up his own mind, not for himself, but also for you. Okay, that's fair. He if acted, you want to manipulate somebody, yeah. that's what you would say. Yes. Right. It's like I he acted as the Usos leader when he did this. Yeah. And so Paul says, hey, you know, Solo, take a step back. And Paul says, you know, hey, look at me. I'm Paul Heyman. I'm not a I'm not gonna I'm not physically daunting, but let me let me say something to you. Did Jay or did Jimmy ask you before he was gonna kick Roman in the face? He did it spontaneously. No, he didn't ask you. He says, you know what? Jimmy has always resented you, Jay, because he knows that Roman wants to groom you, Jay, as the right-hand man to be the next tribal chief. Mm. He says, Jay, that's your future. That that's like your destiny, lie. Luke. I that mean, sounds, Jay. That sounds like um, a lie. Yes. Join the dark side. It was never going to be Jimmy, and he knows it. That's why he resents you, Jay. And I'll prove it to you, because I set up a match. I don't know how this proves it, but anyway. I set up a match for you, Jay, to bring some gold back to the bloodline. But not tag team gold. Because thanks to Jimmy, the Usos team no longer exists. Oh! Instead, Jay, you're going to defeat Austin Theory for oh God. the U.S. Championship tonight. Oh God, that sounds fake. That, that prestigious title that everybody wants. Oh. But Jay says in his face, he's like, hmm, "Okay, yeah, I could probably go for that idea. Fine." Paul says, "I need my answer now, though. Like, you know, are you with the bloodline? Or are you with your brother?" And then Jay Uso so watches he, his line, though. Yeah, he does. He says. He hands the microphone to Jay and says, you know, Paul, I'm going to take you up on that offer on that U.S. challenge. But he says, but he says, I, what does he say? He says, yeah, he botches it like, oh, okay. I might, I might take you up on that though or something, but he never says no to the other thing or 
whatever. This, yeah. I don't know. It, it was like eyebrow raising. Like, wait, what did you mean by that? I don't know. Paul extends his hand to Jay. He said, like, Paul. I'll take that title shot, though. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah, never said that. He never no. said no to the other thing. Right. So Jay stalls. Instead of shaking Paul's hand, he says, you know what? I'm going to get back to you on that. And that's and fair. Just leaves them. Right. Yeah. Why not wait to see how the match shakes out? Right. Now we're going to find out that tonight we're going to have four more qualifying matches for Money in the Bank. Okay, good. That tell that that gives me some progression in something. That's what I want. Yeah. Meaningful matches. So starting now, we're going to get the meaningful match of Santos Escobar versus Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali, the free agent that's on all the shows and like we don't yes. even he doesn't win matches. Great. He's like the Baron Corbin of whatever. Of junk. Yeah. Yep. Now Rey Mysterio joins Santos ringside. And as Mustafa enters the ring, L.A. Knight comes down to the ring because he's already qualified, so he's going to do some commentary. Yes. I like this match. This was a good match. I enjoyed it. Because it's two good wrestlers. Even though you know who's going to win, it doesn't matter. You know who wasn't at the show tonight? Vince McMahon, who I wish would live uh, the life he deserves to live and (laughs) end it whenever it's appropriate. (laughs) Now... (laughs) Santos Escobar wins with the Death Valley Driver from the second turnbuckle. Is there a, a name to that? Move, yeah, it's the fa- it just... it's actually the Phantom Driver. The Phantom Driver. Ooh, that's yes. a good name for a move. Mm-hmm. I like it because he was Phantasmo or what was he? Yeah, that's why. But we already have an El Phantasmo, so he had to change his name. <laughs> that's not why he changed his name, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so good. Santos uh, he uh, advances to the uh, Money in the Bank. Mustafa Ali just has to not do anything. Yes. Backstage in a in a boiler room that's really blue, um, we see Jay Uso, and he's standing there. And then Sami Zayn. I'm like, why do people just stand in a boiler room? Like, what's the know. attraction of that? They love it. It's warm. I want to know. Is it like a sauna? Do you get your like sweat on? Yeah. Is it? Does it help the drugs? Ask Mick Foley with his mom gets busy with kid cuisine or whatever. Oh, kid cuisine. <laughs> Did I do that one right? You sounded like, like Beavis. Quite hell yeah, quick cuisine. Okay. Yes. I should say squid cuisine. That would be better. Oh. Um, now, what happens? We're in this blue boiler room for some reason. Sami Zayn comes. Oh, and the blue sos. Got it. The blue sos. The blue man so group. Um, Sammy says, hey, the tribal chief. Not Roman Reigns is the reason that everything fell apart. Okay, so you can see Sammy's trying to drive that wedge in there. He's doing a little bit of manipulation yep. here. That's fine. Sammy says, you know what? I tried to keep things together, but Roman kept testing over and over and over. And just like he's doing to you now, Jay. He says, Jay, listen to your heart because that's a Roxanne song. And so you should do that too. <laughs> and he says, because going back with the bloodline will mean there's no more Usos. Yes. Jay walks away. Yep. Sammy, you just need to like get away, get away from this. You're done. Yeah, Separate it's, it's helping the story, though. Yeah. Now, on Sunday, did you know that Braun Strowman's going to be driving the pace car at the NASCAR? That's breaking news, they said. What's weird about that is he not only just got neck fusion surgery, but right. he has like paralysis in his left leg and other things. So yeah. I hope he how's he gonna use the brakes you only that need mean? one foot to drive a car right you don't need no 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 this is braun Strowman. he's gonna use both feet 
Brian like, Strowman. Um, like uh, yes, like TV. Flynn uh, from uh, Breaking Bad. From Breaking Bad, yeah. Yes. Aww. Well, breaking news anyway. He'll be there driving the car. That's right. Is it going to be remote control and he really won't be doing anything? Probably. Someone else yeah. But that's scary, you know. I just had my neck fixed. So I'm driving a NASCAR thing. Not Uh-oh. good. Not not great, yeah. but whatever. All right, Ron. Country strong. <laughs> now, in the ring with Kayla Braxton, she introduces the NXT Women's Champions. Uh, that's the tag team champions. It's Alba Firefest and Isla Dawn. So... They come out, and the first thing I said was, why are we letting them keep these titles? And they we find out almost instantly. Yep. So Cole says, hey, this is a mystical team. And he says, Alba Firefest, she comes from a long line of fire keepers. What the? They just changed her name to that. <laughs> just, what? That's a fake That's name. So, so fire keepers? <laughs> What? That's so dumb. Oh, that's so stupid. So when I was in Boy Scouts and we had to go to Camp Geronimo every summer, one thing they had was called the uh, Order of the Arrow or something where you had the uh, this like flame, this eternal flame that was supposed to start at the beginning of the camp season. And it was burning in this little thing in this little like campfire. Yes. And so they would have different scouts whose their job was to make sure this fire never went out throughout the whole season. So you had kids overnight just manning this fire pit yes. to make sure that it never went out um, until I showed up. <laughs> what did you do? I fell asleep and Amazing. the fire went out. <laughs> Amazing. So we had to go run to my scoutmaster and say, hey, can I borrow your lighter? Cause, wow. Yeah. Wow. I got kicked out of Boy Scouts not soon after that. You did not. I did. I got kicked out. Well, you probably escaped some kind of horrible tragedy, so good. You know, one of my scout leaders had some, like, Vietnam flashbacks, and he was a pretty scary guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was not good. He's like, when you wake me up, don't wake me up by my head. Wake me up by my feet, or I'll stab you with a knife. Wow. He's like, yeah, I was in Vietnam, and I was a... I was a a prisoner and they made me eat my own poop. That's terrifying. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, what, 10 years old? And he's telling me all these stories. This oh was scary. God. That's horrible. Yeah. I got kicked out of scouts. You're not going to tell us how? Well, I, I hoisted his son's underwear up on the flagpole. That's really what did it for me. That just sounds like a thing that they just you do either in scouts or summer camp. Yeah, but he took it personally. It's like, my son. Did he hunt you down because of the Vietnam thing? I, yeah, he was, he was. Scared. Wait, why would you have this information about his insanity and then taunt his family? Because you were a kid. Stupid I guess when guy. you're that young, you don't know any better. That's the kind you of thing you better. do. The, the kid was a jerk. You know, he was kind of like bossy, and because his dad was a scout leader, so like, that oh, was exactly my experience. I never made it really? to Boy Scouts. I was only in Cub Scouts, I think. Uh-huh. And that was exactly the experience. It was that. Um, Danny was the kid that was the uh, son of the the scout leaders. Yep. Same uh-huh. thing. And he was kind of yeah. a jerk. And he was kind of a jerk. And he, we weren't really friends. We just kind of like were, you know, knew each other in school. And he only ever came over to my house to, to like play or whatever one time. Right. And the one time he came over, I totally uh, messed with him. And I said, oh, I can't wait. We're going to play Atari. And we didn't have an Atari yet. So... 
I'm like, we're going to play Atari. And he got all excited. And then when he came into the toy room where there was just a bunch of toy box and a bunch of toys and stuff, and he's like, oh, where's the Atari? And I, <laughs> this is ridiculous. I went, <laughs> fooly bully. Because I used to say fooly bully when I was a kid. I made that up. That that was just, just kidding. <laughs> and you, what, what you what do you is s- you put each hand out as you say it. So you put your right oh, hand like, out when you say fooly, you pull it back. And when you say bully, you put your left hand out. So fooly bully. So that should, people should pick up on that. That should be a big thing now. Is that what you said to Bobby Lashley when he, you know, four people fooled? I did. I said fooly bully. Yes. <laughs> nice. No relation Bobby to fooly cooly, which stole my gimmick later. Yeah. I love it. So good. We both got kicked out of Scouts. Fantastic. I didn't get kicked we out. Were... I quit before the molestation oh. began. What? Oh, wow. Did I say that? <laughs> no, seriously. It was, a, it was a corrupt place that you don't want to stay in. We had this. I can't make this up that we had the Scout leaders who were creepy. And then we had the. Um, one, the one father of the one scout wanted to recruit my little sister and oh into doing hot tub commercials. I can't what? make this up. She must've been seven years old. Oh my goodness. I can't make that up. That's, wow. This is open a lot of memories here. Holy crap. That's, that's creeperville right there. Man. It's real Yum. bad. Yep. See now, when I was in when I started Boy Scouts, we had a really good scoutmaster, and uh, and he was great and he was perfect. He was just like the best guy. And then his son became Eagle Scout, and so then he quit. He's like, all right, my son did it. Now I'm handing it off to the next guy. And we got Scoutmaster Sampirak and Scoutmaster Sorrels, who were both psycho, you know, psycho clowns, PTSD from yes. Vietnam. Yes, and it was like. I understand you have issues, but wow, you shouldn't be leading children if, if you have issues like nope. He scared again, the crap out of us, man. Most I believe it. Most people in charge of uh, scouts should not be there and uh, are probably yeah. some sort of criminals, which we found so horrible. Yeah, I feel bad because I don't want to give them all a bad name because Scoutmaster. Of Doug course, was, there's was some the good ones, but that's I think. Who there's too yeah. many bad ones to list now. So yeah, woof. Yeah. Hot tub sister. That's scary. Man. I can't make that up. Oh my God. She didn't, by the way, no. she didn't do it. My well, parents good. were like, oh, she got the offer. Isn't that nice of him? No. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm glad your parents were like, how much? Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> wow. How the heck did we get on this? I don't know, but it's, man, these <laughs> we're memories talking about are about Braun Strowman, I think. Ripping and open old here. wounds here. Holy crap. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was Firefest. That's why. Okay. Firekeepers. Thanks a lot. Firekeepers. That's it. All right. Before anybody can talk, out comes Rhonda and Shayna. And Shayna says, how much do you know about the history of the NXT World uh, Women's titles? The, re- the reason those titles were created is me. What? Those are I don't understand titles. that at all. I don't know. Shayna's claiming both of them. They're hers. That's not. Rhonda <laughs> says, this is so stupid. Rhonda says, yeah, I crunched the numbers. And we're going to be hungry soon. Oh, my God. That's so dumb. What does that even mean? Who wrote that for her? I don't know. She probably wrote it for herself. <laughs> I don't think so. Or Conor McGregor came in and said, I'll write you some stuff. Oh, my God. Just as bad as Rhonda. By the way, did you hear he punched out the Miami Heat mascot who had to go to the emergency room? Not really a surprise. They were doing a skit. Uh, to promote but he really his, hit him. Yeah. To promote his... Uh, 
his spray, his like his pain relief spray. Is it a combination um, a body spray and energy drink? Probably. Okay. That's so he punches the mascot and they have to take the guy to the emergency room. Of course. Good job, Connor McGregor. Terrible human being. Solid. Solid human. Along with Rhonda. You guys are oh, the best. God. This UFC terrible, is just really terrible. Terrible human beings. <laughs> okay. Let's get back to something that's quality human beings like WWE. Yes, because why would why would Isla Dawn and Alba Fire continue to be the NXT women's tag champs if they were on SmackDown? It didn't add up until right no. now. Yeah. So um <laughs> Shayna says the division is not big enough for the two of us, or Rhonda says that, and we want your titles. Uh, Isla talks, but I don't think she even said real words. Oh, um, she just has a weird accent. It's not weird. It's yeah, just an accent. She's got an accent and a lisp, and those two things put together, Aww, I can't. I just can't. I like it. her. I'm sorry. I'm not making fun of her. I just like, I don't understand the words you use. I need, I I need your closed captioning to figure this out. Yes. So, Firefest says, hey, we accept the challenge to unify these titles. And so that's what's going to happen. Wow. Oh, my God. I forgot a piece of the news. I have to say real quick. Do it. It reminded me when you said closed captioning because I should trademark that. Jeff Jarrett's trying to trademark the word heat. (laughs) I can't make this up. (laughs) Heat. Heat. In what context? Like you already have a team named Heat. Oh, how do you? No, he just wants to be. He wants to trademark it for T-shirts and stuff. Is there going to be a pay-per-view named heat nope from the database wrestling federation no he just (laughs) oh he also said that before uh don west died he was gonna Uh he had agreed to help him unload all the global force wrestling merchandise that jared has in a warehouse (laughs) i can't again can't make this stuff up (laughs) all the guitars and gold bars and stuff don west was one of the best salesmen that i ever knew and only met him once yeah. but he was one of the best salesmen i ever knew i i don't think he can unload global force wrestling stuff global force wrestling how did tony khan get hooked up with this guy how did that happen i don't know but he seems like he loves him so whatever okay back to this sorry we're gonna yeah. what are we gonna do here what's the point of this yeah. a- angle we're gonna unify these titles we're gonna unify gonna them sometime. so we're finally gonna go back to the days when there were no NXT women's tag champs where the, the the WWE ones were allowed to be on all three shows. And because they want to treat NXT like a third brand now, because if you haven't been watching it, Baron Corbin, Ali, Dana Brooke, now maybe Seth Rollins, people have been floating all over the place and floating over to right. NXT. So just to let you know. Fine. I remember, remember when they won Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and do. then what happened? Nothing. Nothing. They went down the crapper. Piece yeah. of crapper. All right. <clears throat> Michael Cole says, let's get serious Aww. now and celebrate the life of the Iron Sheik. So we get a video package of the Iron Sheik. Yeah, that's nice. And I think they even re-aired his biography thing they on did. A&E. But they I did this yesterday. It. it was on. Uh-huh. Did you watch it? Have you seen that one? I have not seen it, and I did not watch it because I've had too many other things to do. Right. I haven't seen any of these biography things, so I'd... I'd like to know if they're worth watching or if it has too much WWE. It's, it's yeah, it's too spin. much. Exactly, it's not like Dark Side where they will actually right. like tell you the truth. The A and E is more of a fluff piece 
of for WWE, right. but some of it, I mean, it's just when it's not controversial, it's historically accurate a lot of times, but then they'll have yeah. like idiots on there that will, oh. that's the problem when they have idiots on there that don't know anything that'll say yeah. like, Oh man, Hulk Hogan against Andre the giant was the first feud ever in wrestling and stuff like that. When, <laughs> when you start doing that, then right. I can't watch it. I, I just can't do it. I won't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I have been watching the new dark side of the ring series. Um, did you see Magnum? I've did seen, you see Magnum TA? I did. I watched the Magnum TA one. That was really freaking sad, man. Yeah. It's depressing. Uh, I always it's very used depressing. To, yeah, I always used to read but, the Pro Wrestling Illustrated about him, and I was like, wow, yeah. this is really, really sad. Yeah. And then I watched the um, uh, Skip and Sonny one. What's it called? Chris and Sonny. Yeah, I didn't see or that one. Chris and yeah. Tammy. Wow. That one's also very sad because um, Tammy is just. I bet. You know who she is. Yeah, she, how she mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Poor Chris. Anyway, yeah. really good watching though, but you're not coming out of that with a real good feeling about the world. I know. We'll never, we'll never get through SmackDown at this rate because all we want to talk. I know. About sorry. Is, okay. So let's no, because all That's, we want to talk about is everything but SmackDown. Yeah. Well, wait till we get to Raw. We don't even know, want to talk about that. I know. I know. I know. Okay. It's time for a match. It's the Money in the Bank qualifying match, and it's Bailey versus Meechan. See, I got her name right this week. You did. And Bailey is here with EO Sky. AJ Styles is on commentary. Bailey grabs Meechan's hair and throws her into the corner and then does her faceplant move and just pins Meechan. What a jobber Meechan is. Oh my God. Yeah. Yikes. She should go into AEW and look after her husband's health or something. Maybe. Allegedly. Now, Allegedly. after the match, Scarlett shows up and blows red powder into AJ what Styles. What was that? the powder it's red you see and what did barrett color. call it uh i don't know what did he call it Sc- scarlet's fever <laughs> god, this is great <laughs> it was a, f- a line fed to him but oh my god <laughs> i didn't catch it i'm glad he said it though <sighs> Wonderful. i'll never take it seriously so, so stupid carrying cross shows up out of nowhere and puts AJ into the cross jacket, which is just a sleeper hold. Oh, my God. And Meechan comes to AJ's rescue, and then the, the bad guys run away. Yikes. Now we get a video recap of Asuka on last week's Grayson Waller effect. She and Bianca have an ongoing feud for now. Uh, backstage with Bianca and a homeless man. And he asks her not to attack Asuka tonight. And I he guarantees you're going to get a rematch with Asuka. So, As- so uh uh, Bianca says, okay, if I'm getting a rematch, then okay, I guess I'll just hang Right. Out. She just got made a, a guarantee here. Right. From a guy that sure. has no power, though. Right. Mm. And we'll see how much power a homeless man has to keep his work. He's got nothing. Right. Now, we're going to unveil a brand new WWE Women's Championship. So here comes Asuka. There we go. And Triple H doesn't care about this title, so it's Hobo Man to present it. Oh, and so that means there's no such thing as the Raw Championship anymore. And good. Oh, too bad. Rhea Ripley, you're still the SmackDown champion. So without having seen Raw yet, I said, I guess I'll just rebrand that into the WWE World Women's Champion. Oh, it's, it seems so predictable at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> really dumb, but I like that better than having a SmackDown and a Raw Champion because that's worse. I agree. That was always dumb. And I can't wait till they combine those tag titles and do something yep. normal. And since we're speaking of dumb, here comes Charlotte Flair. Just in time, as soon as there's a new championship, she emerges from her little Smeagol cave. She's got it. Exactly. She's like, what? Precious precious image of it. 
It's not a very good impression <laughs> I did, but still, Me I, either. I did not recognize her again. Oh my gosh. I, I don't want to say I, anything I mean about anybody no. that thinks or gets, thinks they need or gets plastic surgery, but I don't even recognize her anymore. I don't, I, I, I never, I don't want to say anything. And it's always like, Things this time it was dental. No, it wasn't. I see what it was. Just leave, please. You're fine. Leave yourself alone. Something, Knock it off. She was, yeah. I, I've gone back and looked at pictures of her. Just when she like was younger, like in NXT. That. Yeah. She doesn't she look really, like the same really, human. She was fine. She looked great. She did. And she did not, she does not look like the same person. And I feel no. bad for her. But at the same time, I know just how miserable she is and how I was happy say, she might be maybe she's really happy with her husband but with when it comes to wrestlings or communicating with wrestling fans my god she comes across as just the most miserable human yeah. being yeah i gonna say if doing that stuff makes you happy then great but wow uh sometimes you're just chasing this thing you can never satisfy yep. yourself with yep well here she comes. Now, a homeless man tells her, you need to get in line. And she says, I don't wait in line. I made the line. What the uh-huh. heck? Come on. It's kind of a Ric Flair thing to say, so I get it. I guess. Now, uh, she says, hey there, Asuka. Nobody respects you more than me. Yeah, what? Poor grammar. But, yeah, but, but still, what? huh? Really? She says, and but, we're supposed to remember that they were tag team champions together so, or something. Yeah. Yeah, so... I want it. Ah, me, me, me. I want it. So gimme, gimme. I challenge you. What a face that Charlotte is. Oh my God. It's like <sighs> miserable. She was off somewhere in her, in her house or her palatial estate or something. And then like she saw a, a sparkling across the country. Yeah. And she needed to have it. And was like, ah, but, ah, 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 right. And she it. comes back as a face <laughs> and it wa- is, is like, everything's about me. That's nice. <sighs> well, Asuka says that she accepts the challenge. Charlotte says, now this is even stupider. She says, when I win, I want both of these title belts. What the? What? <laughs> she, I told you, she's precious. Gotta yep. have all the gold. <laughs> right. So Asuka tries to do the blue mist, but Charlotte ducks and then kicks Asuka out of the ring, and I hate Charlotte Flair. It's not good. All right, now we go to the locker room. It's Jay Uso. Paul, walk, Paul Heyman walks in and says, hey, Ah, uh, you got me at that time. That was pretty slick. It's a cliffhanger. I like cliffhangers. Paul says, hey, Jay, I need your passport and your suit size. And here's why. You're going to fly on the Tribal Chief's private jet, which will one day be your private jet. Yeah, right. So I need your passport. We're going to go to England for money in the bank. So we need your passport for that. And then he says, next week on SmackDown, we're going to have a triple celebration. So we need your suit size. One, we're celebrating the Tribal Chief. Two, we're celebrating you, the new U.S. champion. And three, it's a public acknowledgement that Jay Uso will be groomed as the next tribal chief. Oh, God. This all sounds so phony. It's very phony. I don't buy it. Did we miss a part backstage where Meechin was like, AJ, we will get revenge on them? Oh, did we? I didn't I don't yeah. remember that part. Yeah, it happened. It happened okay. at some point. I just don't remember when. Backstage, right after the, it was right Meechin after the says, Bianca AJ, part. we will get revenge on them. And AJ says, okay. That's all. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, um, Paul says all those things. And then Jay says, hey, I don't know why you're so happy, Paul, because if I'm in the bloodline, that means you will be out of the bloodline. Okay. Do you know what that means? No. I can't figure it out. I don't know why Jay thinks he has power to get rid of Paul when Roman's the tribal chief. So Does he think that 
it means he's going to be tribal chief now? Like, why would yeah. he have the power to do that? That's I, I don't understand this at all, one bit. Maybe Jay messed up his line and meant to. Say, I don't think so. I'm that's the story. Tribal they, chief. They, they, they no, the because line. they were nope, because they reminded us on on Raw, so they did the same line there. Yeah, I don't get it. It's no. dumb. Mm-hmm. Just because you're in the bloodline, when have you ever overridden whatever Roman exactly. says? Never. Never. So that doesn't make sense. When he tries to, he gets in trouble. Yeah. Like Roman said, Jay will fall in line. He always falls in line. So that means you don't make decisions. Ever. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's go to another Money in the Bank qualifying match. It's Butch versus Baron Corbin. What the the heck? Free agent. Yeah. Before this match, the homeless boy says, uh, probably on the phone to Triple H, that Asuka and Charlotte will be facing off. Uh Uh-oh. And then Bianca overhears that. She walks in and says, hey, what do you mean? What about me? She's right. She should say that. Well, yeah, because he promised her, and so homeless man says, "Oh, oh, I'll we'll figure this out." Don't what? Worry. He yeah. just told a, a person on the roster that they would get a rematch, and then he gave it to someone else. Yeah, he's not very good at being. He's a homeless bad at his job, happen. and he doesn't have any real power at all. This is—I don't understand his gimmick. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah. So now we look in the audience and we have the NXT champion that's Carmelo Hayes he's yeah. right there in front row and he's got one of his friends with him I forgot that guy's name Trick Williams, Williams and it's the something. guy that had a really bad match with Baron Corbin on NXT which I watched yeah. part of because I haven't seen NXT in months and then I decided I decided in the middle of the show I'm going to turn it on and I turn it on and it's Butch um, sorry it's a Baron against Trick Williams and I was like this is the <laughs> this is horrible why Pretty am bad. I watching this yeah well Cole says, hey, if you win Money in the Bank, you can challenge for that garbage title. He didn't say garbage. I'm saying garbage. But, like, you my God, Carmella Hayes is a great wrestler, but w- wasting the briefcase on an NXT title is silly to me. It's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. You're trying to convince me that that brand is the same as he. No, it's not. I don't know. And speaking of garbage, out comes Baron Corbin. He's a free agent because he was too junky to be drafted. But he has shown interest in the NXT title recently, so he he's going to do some trash talking to the NXT guys of course. Uh, during this match. And while he does that, Butch just rolls him up. One, two, three, Butch wow. wins. Wow. After the match, Corbin and the NXT guys, they fight, but not for long because security comes out and breaks it up, and that was dumb. <sighs> did he get a now pin or get did he bit- make him tap out to the arm bar? I can't remember. Ooh, you I know what? Know. It doesn't matter. Because Corbin's not going to win, so it's stupid. No, so it's, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, it's not Pete Dunn, it's Butch. So it's this jokier character. But then I was like, I oh, he's from, the, okay, so it's they need somebody from the UK and the money in the bank. That's why. Because yeah. it's in the UK. Got it. I miss Pete Dunn. I know. Now we get a video package of Bobby Lashley, and he says, hey, kid, I'll take one of those papers. Hmm. Now we go to another match. It's a Money in the Bank qualifying match. It's Tank Liar versus EO Sky. Wow. So before that, though, we're backstage with Butch and generic blonde interview lady. And Butch says, hey, I'm going to win. Yep. Baron comes in and says, that was unfair. Cameron Grimes comes in and punches Baron in the face. And that's all we get from that. How many feuds is Baron match? Corbin in at once? Like a hundred. So he's feuding with Dragonoff. He's feuding with yeah. Trick, Trick. He's feuding with Carmelo. He's feuding with... With um, Cameron Grimes, what? Get it? Get out of here, Baron Corbin. He's a free agent. He can do this. But I don't want four Baron Corbin feuds at once. I don't even <laughs> want one. 
too bad. Here he is. Wow. You're going to take it and you're going to like it. What I don't um, like is this match because poor Eos guy had to wrestle against the tank liar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Bailey interferes. Eos guy with a moonsault. One, two, three. Eos guy wins. Yikes. She got out really of there with her match. life intact, luckily. So. Yeah. But at least we don't have to watch Shotzi commit manslaughter at Money in the Bank. Or suicide because that's what she seems to do is always yeah. almost fall right. on her head or break her yeah. neck. So. so one less injury or death. That's fine. Unless it was a certain rapist that I'm not supposed to say I want to die. I know. Next, it's backstage with Kayla Braxton. Oh, I like Kayla Braxton. I like her. She's here very, she's here. very, um, when I see her, I'm very pleased. Like she seems like a yeah. very happy, nice human being. Yes. Yes. And she's got freckles, which is great. Yes. Now, Austin Theory comes in there, and that ruins everything. He says he's been disrespected because he's the last one to find out that he's got a title match against Jay tonight. <laughs> yep. But he says he's going to win, just like he beat Cena at WrestleMania. And he also says, hey, Paul Heyman, I'm available if you need you know, me to be a client of yours. Well, because he, he's subscribing to the thing that if Jay joins, rejoins the bloodline, that Paul's out. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Unless I'm missing a key part of the story, I don't get it. I missed it it too. Yeah. Okay. I don't get how Jay would have that kind of power. But, yeah. So. Now we go to the locker room and it's Sammy, Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens says, can we just forget about the Usos and focus on the tag titles? Yeah. And then, oh, wow, this gets crazy. In comes Pretty Deadly and they want to challenge for the titles. And then the brawling brutes come in, and then the good brothers come in, and they also want to. And so does the LWO and the Street Profits. And but it's what really is crowded the, in this what does Montez Ford do when he comes in? What noise was that? <laughs> was know. he imitating a monkey or a bird? What was I'm that? Not, I'm not sure if it was like ka-ka-ka or if it was like ooh-ooh-ha-ha. It was ooh-ooh-ah-ah. <laughs> Weird. It's like, why would you do that? He's done I that before, know. too. That's It's like... Borderline racist, but but it's screaming. You... Look at me, look at me, look at me. When he comes in a room, why? Yeah. Too many yeah. people it's in like that Isaiah, room. It's like Isaiah. It's like Isaiah Cassidy doing the moaning thing. I don't want just stop uh, it. It's dumb. Well, this is funny because Kevin Owens gets furious because now we know he hates these interruptions. If I don't say your name, you're not allowed to interrupt. And so yep. all these people come in at once, and now he just goes off on this huge like <laughs> anger rage. It's awesome. Thing. It's great. And uh, Sammy tries to calm him down and homeless man is there. So Sammy Zane says, hey, all these guys want a title shot. So they've decided that next week there's going to be a gauntlet match to determine the next challenger for the tag Fair team championships. Whatever. OK. Wow. Now we get a Grayson Waller video and next week Charlotte's going to be on his show. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That'll suck. Do you, One day Grayson Waller will wrestle, right? I can't wait. Well, maybe I won't be watching it by then, but. You'll have to let me know if it's good. Okay. Time for the main event. It's Jay Uso challenging Austin Theory for Yuck. the U.S. title. They fight for a bit. Super kick to Austin, but the ref gets knocked out. Then a top rope splash to Theory, and Jay goes for the pin, but the ref is dead. Oh, boy. Shenanigans. Out comes Pretty Deadly. And then out comes Jimmy Uso, and he oh clears God. them out of the ring. So then that means out comes Solo Sokoa because he has some business here for some reason. He takes out Jimmy Uso. And he's about to spike Jimmy, but Jay stops Solo from using the spike. Ooh. Jimmy recovers, and he tries to super kick uh, the the Solo, but Solo ducks, and Jimmy hits Jay in the face instead, knocking Uh-oh. Jay out. 
Jimmy and Solo fight out of the ring, sort of. Solo kind of botches trying to jump over the top rope, but that's okay. Solo, you he'll learn that. Um, and then Austin Theory comes back in and just pens out Jay because he's knocked out. One, two, three, he retains. Yikes. Uh-oh, now Jimmy has cost Jay his chance at the U.S. title. And we all know there's no way Jay's going to watch this replay later and find out what really of happened. Of course. So <laughs> he's not in AEW, so he wouldn't do that. After the match, Jimmy and Jay are in the ring together. Paul and Solo Sokoa are outside. And Jimmy goes to con- to console Jay and apologize. He kind of helps Jay to his feet. The crowd's chanting, ooh, so, ooh, so. But Jay says, uh, and he shoves Jimmy away. Oh, boy. And he leaves the ring. And as he passes Paul, Paul apologizes. says, I'm sorry to Jay. But Jay doesn't stop to talk to Paul or shake his hand. He just leaves to the back. And Paul makes a phone call to Roman Reigns. And so that's the end. They lied to us because Jay was supposed to make right. a decision. No tonight, decision was made. Yep. There you go. And next week, Roman will be on SmackDown because we want to drag this out a little longer. Exactly. Okay, SmackDown. We actually have an email. Okay. It says, Dear Snoopy and Prickly Pete. What the heck? <laughs> I don't know what I want to be means. Prickly Pete. I guess. As a wise man once said, early worm gets the worm. Like, the, are they friends? Wow. Which has nothing GPT to do with again? why I am writing today. No, it's Michael Scott. Oh. Another worm? Like, are they friends? Uh, did you know there was a man named Sam who started a club? And at this club, there's an eatery where you can find an exclusive flavor of popular citrus drink that is not paying me to mention it by name. It's a berry f- lime flavored and tells me Joe may enjoy it. <gasps> do they really have Uh-oh. berry lime mountain drink? Really? <laughs> Is that right? Berry lime? I need to try what this. Kind of, what kind of berry? I don't know, but who cares? So, I want it. Thank you for that hot tip. On a wrestling note, should LA Knight win money in the bank? What if Knight cozies up to Roman and tells Roman he won't cash in? And then from time to time, he'll... If you're going to do that, I'm not going to cash in on you. Then you would have someone like Solo win it, I think. But um, Mountain Dew berry <clears throat> lime soda. You said the name. Now, no, you weren't supposed to say the name. That ruins I mean, the whole gimmick. I mean... Downton Moo Berry Thanks. Lime Soda. So it's Sam's Fine. Sam's exclusive. It's I'm on this thing called Instacart. I don't know what that is. You do know what I that is. It. Stop it. Okay, so uh, he says, and he tells Roman <laughs> he won't cash in. Then from time to time he'll run down to the ring during a match. Looks like he's going to cash in, only to have Roman's back and help him retain. This all leads to WrestleMania where Cody beats Roman, and then Knight immediately cashes in on Cody to win the title. What do you think? Happy okay. belated birthday, Joe. Thank you, uh, Andrew, okay. aka. Um, I, I mean, I guess you could do that, but that sounds a lot like when Sami Zayn was joining the, an honorary Bloodline guy or whatever. Like he's like, I would not ca- if I was Money in the Bank guy, I would not cash cash in on you, Roman. It seems like right. that. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it could be a thing, but I think La Knight's too much of a jerk character to do that. But I could see, yeah. the, I see the potential though. Yeah. Um, well, right. You know, he's he's going to be one of these guys. That, like we said before, he's organically getting over by the crowd. So yeah. will they embrace that or will they do the classic WWE thing and just squash it? You know? Right. Yeah, that's a good question. But uh, thank you for the email. And now we're going to do Raw because I want to get Raw this, over with because it sucked. This Barry Lime was a game fuel, wasn't it? Like a was it a Call of Duty one? Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at here. Okay. It says, 
Downton Moo, Barry Lime, Call of Duty. <sighs> I'll take a look. Game Thank field. you. I'll take a yeah. look. Yeah. Raw live from somewhere. Did you get the city? Got I never distracted by the email. Yeah. No, they never said where this Raw was from. Okay. That's what I thought. Because it instantly opens with a homeless guy in the ring and Rhea Ripley comes out to get a new title. They did the exact same segment as they did on SmackDown, except switch SmackDown with Raw and Rhea with Asuka and switch the titles, whatever. But she gets, guess what? Just like you said, the new women's world title. So yeah. there's WWE title. The good thing on one about show. this is this title, title belt looks better than any of the other ones. Okay. It's it doesn't cool have looking. that giant W on it. Yes, it's cool looking, but here's the problem. These new titles are just like junior miss junior titles of the men's titles it's just the yeah. same title in a different color yeah. that the men and, and then they make it smaller that's it's the same yeah. thing though yeah yeah whatever dominic runs out to celebrate but it's such a fake relationship he never hugs or anything I, a kindergartner like celebrating with their sibling would have more interaction than these two have <laughs> this is so True. stupid cody comes out and asks the crowd, what do you want to talk about? Cody, this is not your segment. That was weird. Yeah. Like it was like he phoned that one in. Yeah. He just like says his thing that everybody wants to hear him say. But that's not what you say when there's somebody else in the ring. He says, well, we could talk about the fact that I have a match with Miz tonight. And they play the clip of Cody and Dominic on Miz TV last week. And Cody says, I wrestle Miz tonight. And Brock Lesnar, he's scared and he won't face me again. I want to rematch. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to rematch. He says, I want to match against you, Dominic, at Money in the Bank. Oh, my God. My head almost exploded. Why? Makes zero no, sense. No, not why did your head No, explode, I know what you're saying. Why would he want, want that match? match? Right. Like I said at the beginning of the show, Cody should desperately want a briefcase because that's the only way to bridge to the other show and get Roman and finish his story. Otherwise, what are we doing? This is his huge chance. And didn't he miss Money mm. in the Bank last year because of the injury? Oh, right. The peck. Yeah. Why would he want to wrestle a joke character at Money in the Bank? This hurts to watch. Raw opens up so dumb. I couldn't yeah. believe that what I'm watching. This is holding pattern for Cody. And aren't you glad you left AEW for this? Well, he's still a bigger star than he was in AEW now because of AEW. But this doesn't help his story. In fact, it makes it worse. I don't understand right. this at all. Um, Miz attacks Cody from behind. What lame attack was that? Did that Cody not? Miz barely really touched him so Cody doesn't sell because Miz barely even, like he didn't even know he was being attacked. So Cody has to turn around and then sell. And then Dominic runs in and does a cheap shot on Cody. And then Rhea does a fake laugh exactly like Idiot Rollins. Exactly. Yeah. And then says, yeah. she goes, see you money in bank. And the commentators are like, I think she said, see you at Money in the Bank. <laughs> I think she just accepted the match for Dominic. And it's like, what? Oh, my God. What a start <laughs> so to Raw. Throw this right in the trash can. <laughs> uh, this is horrible. Cody wanting a match against Dominic. The guy who's over because he's playing Prison Mike from The Office. I, Wow. Okay. So now here it is, Cody against The Miz. This sure is a match that exists. Crossroads, Cody wins. Nothing to see here. This is the worst dragon screw leg whip I've ever seen. Worst ever dragon screw. They even mention, they basically mention the Hardys and Daniel Bryan in this match. So that's great. So 
references from both. Tonight, Sami yeah. Zayn and Kevin Owens go. They're going to wrestle Gunter and Kaiser because Vinci is injured because Riddle broke his ankle last week or something. So there's that. And we're going to have the last spot for the men's money in the bank match. It's going to be Riddle against Damian Priest. So I wonder who's going to win knowing that it's Riddle against Gunter at the pay-per-view or at the... That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not at SummerSlam, the Riddle against Gunter match. I misspoke. That's at Money in the Bank. That's why Riddle right, right. and Gunter aren't in Money in the Bank. So, yes, that's not even the SummerSlam card. SummerSlam has some other surprises on it. Like, well, not really a surprise because I'm going to tell you. Um, it's supposed to be Gar- Gargano and Chompy against uh, Owens and Sammy. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You, you spoiled that last week, I think. Yeah, Chompy should be coming back right after Money in the Bank. So there you go. Good. Yeah. Okay. So backstage, Sammy and Kevin talk to Becky Lynch, or at least they pretend they're talking. And then Becky walks past mm-hmm. Alpha Academy and they are training to, they're training with Maxine Dupree. Meow. 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 You know, you can come in here, cat. Come on in. She's meow, like, meow. where is everybody? And it's late at night. We're doing a podcast. The door's open. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, Maximum male models haven't been on TV. They're getting repackaged. Ah, uh, okay. But without Maxine, obviously, right? Correct. I don't okay. even know if they'll be together. But wait, wasn't Ali one of them or is he no longer in there? You're thinking of racist. You're thinking of Mansoir. Oh, Mansoir. Yeah, I am racist. Yeah. Wow. That's fine. You're not. Uh, Becky Lynch comes out and they say, it's Becky against Chelsea next. But Patrick says, it's Becky against Becky Green. That's not yeah. a human that exists. So, well, not I love that Corey told him he was an idiot. Yeah, whatever. and he's like, did I say <laughs> Becky Green? I meant, we're rolling. Oh, I'm exasperated. So, that's that. <laughs> so, we come back so. from break. Oh, my God. I hate this. So, the commentators just got done saying that Becky Lynch has been champion, but Money in the Bank has eluded her. Guess what? Becky cuts a promo. Money in the Bank has eluded me. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. When the commentators tell you the story before it's going to happen, I get mad. But when they use the yeah. exact same words as the wrestler before the wrestler has a chance to say it, I get sickened. This is such a Vince thing. It's so stupid. And she says, oh, oh I swear to God, these first two stories tonight are ludicrous. She says, you know, I've been the champion, but the person that really has the power isn't the champion. It's the briefcase holder because... I want oh, the champion boy. to be scared. And she trips all over her stupid words of this idiotic promo because it doesn't even make sense and even she doesn't believe it. She'd rather be the briefcase holder to scare people like a Halloween prank instead of being champion. This is the story we're going with. It's dumb. I have more power with the briefcase than I have That's as the champion. That's so bad. Wow. Just you, just admit you don't have anything for her. Just admit it. Yeah. So she talks about Trish and Zoe Stark and Zoe comes out and Zoe says, you'll never beat Trish. And Becky says, I know your problem. You don't have a personality. And Zoe acts all fake and starts talking really fast and pretend angry. And she says, well, you have no personality. You're only known for <laughs> someone breaking your face. And the crowd wants her. You're homeless. She might as well have said that. And the crowd wants her and she gets all mad at the crowd. And then she's like, yeah. I'll make you famous at Money in the Bank and I'll break your face again. 
the make your famous thing was Seth Rollins and Omos. We already did this. Yeah. We did this already. It's always horrible, man. She's just a she's again, she only was a heel for a little bit in NXT and she never really got the hang of it. Yeah. So it's kind of pretend we're playing wrestler here. But Chelsea and Racist Sonya come out and they talk and it's stupid and bad and Zoe like gets in their face and they don't even flinch against Zoe oh, who's yeah. supposed to be scary and Chelsea's supposed to be like this weakling Karen character. Yeah, Zoe does one of those fake psych out things they where you don't like sell it. try to make somebody flinch. But she's like five feet away from them so they're never going to be scared. No! This is bad. And Becky just wants to fight. So here we go. Qualifier match, oh, Becky against Chelsea. Did you see God. what happened, though, in the ring? The referee went over to Becky and said, hey, cut these guys off. This is horrible. We oh, really? Yeah. If oh you look God. at it, you see him walk up to her and he kind of puts his hand up to his mouth and says something to her. And that's exactly when she interrupts awesome. um, Chelsea. And well, Sonya they were going way like, too right. long. And Zoe was like going was... out of control, not knowing what she was saying. Someone from the back said, hey, get her to stop this. This is horrible. Yeah. Wow. But the qualifiers, Becky against Chelsea, who the F do you think is going to win? Zoe's watching uh, from a ladder. This match is dumb. nothing, yet it has a commercial break, and we have to come back to see Chelsea with a rest hold on. Yeah. Nothing boring. Becky wins by submission. Who cares? Yeah. Becky advances. I put, I put, if this show had any momentum, it's at absolute zero right now. The first two storylines are not even believable in any way. Yeah. It's so out of character for Cody and it's so out of character for Becky. This is stupid. Yep. So whatever. We'll get more out of character later. Judgment Day walking. Finn Balor's upset and they say, what's wrong? And he says, I have a lot on my mind. None of them are actually friends because nobody asks him what's wrong. They don't they care. They never say, elaborate, please tell us. So Priest says, Rhea says, oh, Dominic's going to win at the pay-per-view. And Priest goes, I'm going to win tonight. But I want to go out there alone. And he looks at the back of Balor's head like, F you, Balor, for interfering in my match last week. So that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Qualifier match for the men. Riddle against Damian Priest for the last spot in Money in the Bank. Patrick says, he clarifies this. Money in the Bank winner can cash in on any champion from any brand. So we are definitely doing the equal brands thing now. Yep. And so, But the problem is any championship, which means... The men's title is probably going to be defended against like a lower title. Uh, I know. I don't like it. Riddle sidesteps Priest and Priest runs into the announce table and knocks over Patrick Irishman's water. Guess what? Riddle yells, grabs Priest and yells, stupid, but it's not a JR joke. It's a Orton joke. All right. But it should have been a JR joke. Either yeah, one works. Sure. It's a long match. Razor's Edge. Priest advances. Whatever. Like I said, Riddle couldn't win because he had a different match coming up. Gunther and Kaiser come out and Priest goes, pick the bones. And they're like, well, you're not going to tell us what mm -hmm. to do, but we'll, that would be fun. So they get in the ring and Riddle gets a beat down and nobody saves him because he has no friends mm -hmm. and no Randy no Orton and Owens and Sammy are very busy. And <laughs> there you go. That's your inter intercontinental title match for the Money in the Bank, even though they didn't announce it yet. So, yeah. That's that. Great. Yep. Backstage. Did that, uh, yeah. did that JR coffee thing and the drink spilling thing, was that also like a CM Punk Pepsi spilling thing? Did that go back to that or is that unrelated? But the P CM Punk thing was so long ago. This was this. The <laughs> JR thing was a thing that really happened that made him upset. So that's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Different okay. thing. Backstage interview with Cody 
And Cody thinks it's mummy. It's mommy. <laughs> mummy. Who's mummy? Well, you see, his child is going to solve racism, so he's trying to oh, adapt okay. here. Got it. Up, He says words, and I'm starting to not believe his words anymore. No. Up next, SmackDown recap. No thanks. I watched it. Also, lies. All this stuff happens before we go back to SmackDown. First, it's some kind of Special Olympics thing or something, something, and then an interview with Natalia, and the interview Ooh. is, some are saying, you aren't the same, Natalia. This is so dumb. And she goes... <laughs> Maybe I don't even know how to be me anymore. And she runs away. I do not want an Italian story of any kind. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't want it. How many times is it? Oh, look, we need somebody to go for a, go for a championship. Get Natalia in the room. No, right. I don't buy it anymore. And then it's, mm-hmm. how, what do I do? I have to turn heel again every time. Yeah. Don't want it. Or then throw Dana Brooke in there because he's Natalia part two. That's true. Backstage interview with Sammy and Owens. And Owens says, I was so close to beating the unbeatable Gunter last week. Imperium comes in and a homeless man comes in and goes, what's the problem here? I don't know. Let the, it's wrestlers and they're talking. Imperium wants a title shot. They're like, we already have a match against you. Why don't you put the titles online? Owens freaks out again. And it's like, sure, whatever. Just whatever. And Sammy gets in Gunter's face and Gunter. And I thought I thought was good. Sammy getting in Gunter's yeah. face. He really stood up to him. He's a champion. And so is Gunter. But Gunter says, homeless man, make it a title match. I demand it. And homeless idiot goes, yeah, I'm going to think about that. Is that how you talk to <laughs> Gunter? Really? <laughs> like you, you're smug with him? Really? You have no power. We've seen you're always on the phone asking for permission. Right. Oh my God. That's why he means by I'm thinking about that. It means he's going to call Triple H. That's all it is because he does. Now, the SmackDown Bloodline recap after all that stuff. Um, They say on SmackDown, Roman Reigns returns. When you say a guy returns that was on like two weeks ago, that's such a Vince thing. The whole and yeah. all of Raw felt like Vince to me. I don't know if he was there right. or not. I didn't get I didn't get any scoop from backstage. So and I only knew a partial right. script. So you don't have a full script tonight. I or? did not. No, nor did I want one. I just wanted to watch raw. So yeah, ricochet comes out. Now we get a video, not even a video package. They're backstage. In fact, we can hear ricochet's music theme playing. They're pretending this is live, but it's gender and Indu share and they're backstage. Is anyone buying this Indu share thing? How many times can you repackage Veer and gender <sighs> and into a believable entity that anyone would care about? Do you care? Well, last week they had the the squash match that wasn't a match. Right. And And now now here they're they're like, yeah, let's challenge Cedric and Shelton to a real match this time. Think about that. They're building to a match against two jobbers. Yeah. Wow. Why would anyone want to take this step back? I would have liked them take on a different tag team and squash them again. And that's how you build it. Don't go back against someone you already beat. But they, it wasn't a real match. Remember, I didn't even think they were right, in the but, bell. But the but point who is, cares? they have nothing to prove against Cedric and Shelton. And Cedric Progress. and Shelton, when's the last time they won a match? Never. So he's, yeah. he's been job man for a reason. You see, right? Corey Graves. Oh my God, I didn't think about this until Graves says it. But he begs people to watch Money in the Bank because it's on early. He's like, it's a. What does Patrick say? A unique start time or something like that um, <laughs> yeah. of noon Pacific and. Graves goes, 
if you have a cornhole tournament, just bring your iPad. So he wants you to watch it like out when you're having a picnic because it's on July 1st. This pay-per-view is going to die a death. And I know you don't have to rely on buys anymore, but nobody's going to watch this thing live unless you're like really into wrestling. Yeah, it's like blood money. Who watches that live? It's, you know, in the morning. In the morning. This one's on yeah. at noon Pacific noon on the beginning of July where people will be having like a picnic yeah. Or a July 4th early party. Yeah, you got a uh, holiday weekend. You got a three-day weekend. On, and you're on the Saturday, the opening of that weekend. Who's going to be sober? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right. Yep. Doesn't Good make luck. any sense. But he, Corey said, cornhole tournament, iPad. Ricochet against Bronson Reed. Nakamura comes out to watch. Bronson throws Ricochet into Nakamura neck first. Nakamura mm-hmm. attacks back, so it's a DQ again. Stupid. Yeah. Why are we even having a feud with a guy that's not even in Money in the Bank about I'm, Money in the Bank? Just expecting this like second chance match to happen. I don't think it will. But it won't. Now, now it's too late. Everybody's in it. Yeah. So that means Montez Ford, Bronson Reed, these people that we thought might be in the match. Nope. Not in the match. Um, yeah. But I mean, if it's down to Damian Priest and LA Knight anyway. Yeah, I mean, mm. does Bronson come in and interfere with Money in the Bank and like? Well, he easily can, him? but why? Yeah. Like, what's the point for a, for revenge. a for a low That's level feud? Has. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ricochet's all mad at Nakamura for causing him a DQ, and then Bronson Reed attacks them both, and they need to team up to superplex Bronson Reed, but they hate each other just so we can have heat going into Money in the Bank because they have too many faces, and this is stupid. So. Right. Whatever. Backstage, Owens and Sammy. Sammy's like, Kevin, why you keep blowing up? Why you keep doing that? (laughs) It's really funny. (laughs) These guys are so good. This whole segment's great. Owens calls. This is amazing. He goes crazy and he calls Imperium tall guys that speak European. It's incredible. Speak European. I love it. Wow. That's great. It's like those tall guys that speak <laughs> and he European. Says, he says, I'm French, so I should understand it, but I don't. It's amazing. <laughs> Just so good. This whole segment's good. Everybody should watch them. Yeah. Finn Balor walking. Backstage, a homeless man has to call a guy to make a title match. So again, I don't know why he's there. I don't know what he's doing, but he does. He must have if some he doesn't call someone or something. I guess if he doesn't call someone, he can't book anything. Right. Ricochet comes in. He says, I want to rematch with Bronson Reed next week. The dumpster man says, too bad. He already has a different match next week. Against who? Tell me, who could it be? Nakamura comes in and Ricochet's all mad. Grr, you have that match. And Nakamura goes, it's nothing personal. You could have Bronson after I'm done with him. Do we have another DQ coming up? Probably. Yeah. That would be the third one. Yuck. Yeah. Finn Balor comes out. Oh my God, this segment. Oh my God. Finn Mm. Balor is going to come out and cut a heel promo that's probably going to turn him eventually face. Like this program is going to turn him face. And he's trying to be serious about a real life injury. He calls out Seth Rollins and he goes, look, no jokes, no sing-alongs, no clowning around. And I wrote, that can't be real. Seth Rollins comes out and Balor says, Okay, crowd, you're singing that song? Stop. Stop singing the song. He says, I need to talk about something serious. Seven years ago, I beat Seth Rollins to become the first universal champion, but the crowd won't shut up. So he's like, he says to the crowd, this isn't funny. This is serious. You know what they should call Seth Rollins fans? 
the clown <laughs> choir. They just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, Bal- I agree. Yeah, Balor says, you ruined my title reign by injuring me out. You broke my eye. You broke my, you ruined my paint job. You ruined my marriage. Whatever he said. I don't remember. <laughs> but he says, yeah. you ruined my life. He says, you have, all you are is a catchy song and big deal. The crowd sings it, but the crowd doesn't actually like you. They don't even know you. You took everything from me. You're a scumbag. It's my turn. I think I added the scumbag party. He never said that. It's my turn to take it all back. But the problem is I wish I could believe any of this. Yeah. I wish I knew. I the, don't. I wish I knew the answer. I think I, I have a good, I have an idea, but uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. Rollins just fake laughs over and over like an idiot. And Balor's trying to be real, and Rollins calls what he just did a promo. Yeah. Oh. He says, I've been waiting for this Finn Balor for years. And Rollins says, the difference between me and you is you got bitter, and I got better. No, you were booked better, you idiot. This story's bad. He says, this is the greatest version of Seth Rollins. Oh, my God, if that's true. Oh, my God. Remember when he said he's the most authentic version of himself right now with the fake laugh? Yeah. And the yeah. Macklemore outfits and Becky Lynch's lingerie? Yeah. Right. Rollins accepts the match for Money in the Bank, but he goes, which Balor are you going to bring? The one that beat me for the universal title or the one that's a little B word? I hate this Seth Rollins. And he's such a good wrestler. And it's such a shame that he's such such a phony. This crowd loves it, though. I don't they understand. Lo- but they, they do. But they love his song. Yeah. Well, and they love it when he cusses. And... I guess. That's fine. But, oh my God. Wouldn't Balor's answer to this be, I'm going to do option three, which is bring the demon, and then he loses as the demon, and then they have to take a long, hard look at who's the big loser in Judgment Day, and it's Finn, and... Ooh, because you know what? You could have Dominic beat Cody if Brock causes that to happen. Right. But the problem is that Brock isn't booked for the 02, though, I don't think. Hmm. Maybe, I mean, you never know. But anyway, I would like to see some big story with Finn Balor out of this. But man, he's working with a clown. With, with, so. uh, with Judgment Day turning on Finn and kicking him out, like that kind of thing. And bringing in McDonough, which we find out later is probably going to be a thing. So Yeah. Raquel against Shayna with Ronda Rousey. Ronda's new gimmick is apparently cheating. Remember yeah. when the realistic fighters from outside WWE had to come in and cheat? Neither do I because yeah. they did it tonight. I don't know what this is. Super out of character like Vince wrote it. She helps Shayna win by holding yeah. her foot against Shayna and then helping her get the pin. Really? Yep. What? She, yeah. I don't recognize some she, of these characters tonight. Yeah, I just put one, two, three, dumb. Really She dumb. interferes. Shayna does the roll-up, and Ronda uses her foot to keep the roll-up propped where it should be. Why wouldn't you have faith in Shayna that she could tap Raquel out? Why did they cheat? This doesn't... There's no logic to this Raw. To protect Raquel, I guess. That's the only I, thing I can think I, of. I guess. Iron Sheik tribute again. Same one from SmackDown. Already in the ring, Alpha Academy. The Viking Raiders come out. The match... Even though they did close-ups of Maxine and Gables in his training outfit, like where he's a coach, and they did a close-up of Valhalla, the match is Gable against Eric. 
Outside the ring, mm-hmm. Maxine does a, quote, arm drag to Valhalla. <laughs> God, I do not want that match, which means they won't give it to us. They're going to do a six-person tag like they're doing in stupid AEW with the yeah. stupid Karen and Aubrey to try to get Valhalla and Maxine a, a match spot. Because if you have Valhalla against Maxine, I promise you that could be the worst match of all time. It so, could be. Yeah. Roll up. Gable wins. So Gable's some kind of superhero now, and the Vikings are jobbers. So, oh, they're the worst now. They're the worst. Man. Rhea, yeah. I, think about how far they've fallen since uh, um, uh, New Japan. Yeah. I miss War Machine for sure. Yeah, exactly. Rhea Ripley video package. Why do we need this? We've had her on the show tonight. This is what you do for someone that's not there that night. Yeah. This strange choices in this company. Backstage, Finn Balor talks to J.D. McDonough. Okay, it's happening. He says, remember, don't make friends, make money. And McDonough's like, okay. And that other thing we talked about, take you should take your own advice. Okay, so, all right. We're planting the seeds here. Damian Priest comes in and he goes, and Finn Balor goes, when you win the contract in Money in the Bank, you wouldn't cash it in on me, would you? And Priest goes, of course I wouldn't. But you know what? You need to keep your word with me from now on. If you tell me you're going to do something, you need to do it. And Balor's like, grumble, grumble. And he mm-hmm. says, and Seth Rollins has messed up your head clearly. So how about this? At Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins, you end this. So yeah, yeah. Balor's like right on the edge of getting kicked out, I think. So yep. it'll happen. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out, but it's like a year before we get to the main event. Seriously, it's like 10 minutes. They come out, and then we have all this stuff, and we have a commercial. And then we have a backstage interview with dumb Seth Rollins. It's a fake laugh, unlistenable promo. I can't even listen. He says, next week, there's going to be a live open challenge for my title. You have a title match at the pay-per-view, which you just agreed to, and now you're maybe going to lose it before then? What? Okay. Whatever. Next week, some YouTube sociopath guy that belongs in prison for fraud, amongst other things, is on Raw. And also Nakamura against Bronson Reed. Again, probably a DQ. Imperium out for the main event. The main event is now a tag title match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against Gunter and Giovanni Vinci. Patrick keeps saying, are they going to defend their titles instead of retain their titles? He's like, one, two, to, def- to defend their titles. No, go kick out. It's not def- They're defending no. their titles in the match right now. Right. Oh, my God. Yep. After commercials, this match is only like nine minutes long. It's a great match. I mean, it gets really good. Gunter is just murdering Sammy, and they do yeah. a double-team move on him that turns him upside down and kills him. And Owens has to basically ram into Gunter, who rams into Sammy and Vinci, for this to work. Not Vinci. Kaiser. Why do I keep saying it's Vinci? It's Kaiser. Yeah, Vinci's hurt from the foot angle. Thing. Yes. Kaiser. Sorry. So, guess what? They ruin the match. Riddle comes out. Gunter attacks him. Officials are out there. Stuff's happening. And Sammy wins with a blue thunderbomb. So, Vinci is... I'm sorry. Kaiser is so junky, he lost to the blue thunderbomb. A secondary move that doesn't get pins. Right. I think it's Oops. only the second time on TV that Sammy's won with that move. But wow. Wow, wow, wow. I felt like three hours of my life was wasted. <laughs> it was uh, Apart from some of the funnier Kevin Owens stuff, 
Kevin Owens stuff held the show together. The main event was great, but it was like 10 minutes of TV time. Yeah. And 30 minutes of just wasting time. There was so much Judgment Day garbage. There was a lot of horrible Becky Lynch and Friends stuff. Rhonda and Shayna. Oh. Yeah, it's not. This was not a great episode, and Cody and Becky both being out of character really upset me. Right, like I, and and I don't buy angry Ricochet. Just I don't buy it. No, he looked like he was playing. He was basically looked Nakamura. I went grr. Yeah, stupid. So yeah, well we did it. We got through it, so that's good. Yeah, we didn't take too many short or not shortcuts. uh, Detours. We wish we took shortcuts on Raw, but it was. I took a lot of detours when I was covering. Well, good. Smackdown, but that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That was funny. We got to talk about Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. And, and other horrible things. And yeah. Don't, and fully dreams. bully. Yeah, don't remind me. All right. All right, we're done here yes. um, for this week, but the, because that's our show, everybody. Don't forget to go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Become a patron. Get this show that you're listening to that's always free every week. Get it before anybody else. You will be the first one to listen to it if you become a patron. That's awesome. Then get other things like the $10 time machine or crate basket level. Get these things all at patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. That's our show, everybody. Thank you, Humnamahama. Thank you, listeners. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody. Knos cookies and cream.